Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey. 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 All right, here we go. Today's a long show. We were going to break it up in two, but we kept it all one. Uh, it's just the gang. Which, by the way, we're going to do a lot. Uh, sometimes I love having guests, but uh, it's not that type of show. Because sometimes people always ask me who the guest is. I'm like, well, we don't always have guests. I like it sometimes. Sometimes I love to have guests, obviously. You can hear me banging my chair. But sometimes I love to just have the crew. So know that that's the way the show will be, even more so in the future. We're finding we really like mixing it up and sometimes not having guests. Uh... So that's that's that. Uh, I'm in the Charlotte airport. My flight has been delayed three hours. I'm not going to get into uh, Wilmington, North Carolina till I think, 1 in the morning. But you know what? I'm all good. Hey, Taylor King. Or Tyler King. Or Taylor? Tyler? Taylor. Taylor. I bet it's Taylor. Taylor King. How you doing? Joe McKenzie, thanks for sending those songs. They're great. We love them. And uh, I think that's all good. It's a long show today. It's like a two and a half hour show, I think. You'll you see how long it is. Um, and oh, I got something for you. I got something for you before. And by the way, today. Not only do you have me coming on, you also have Daniel Kino. After me, we're going to roll in him. And you'll know why. Well, we were talking about some stuff. He didn't have all the facts. And by the way, he didn't have all the facts because we didn't know we were going to really be talking about it. We started talking about it. So we'll, we'll talk about it again next week. But after me, we're going to roll in Daniel Kino. He's got some words for you. But here's a little, you know, here's a little, I don't know, something maybe that might help your day. 
I found myself a lot of time rushing. Now, sometimes you have to hustle. I'm not negating that. Sometimes you got to, you know, there's times you got to hustle, and it makes a difference when people hustle sometimes. But did you ever find yourself rushing with no for no reason? The other day I was going into the supermarket. I had to get like three things, and I was like, go, go. go. I was gonna, I get it. I go, stop. Now look, I know this is going to sound cheesy, but just stop. Take it in. Take what in the supermarket? Yeah. Stop. Stop. Maybe you're walking through campus. Now sometimes you got to hustle. It makes a difference. Today. Slow down. Look at the trees. Look around. If you want to fun, start over saying hi to everyone. Just just today. That's if you're walking through campus or somewhere in a public area. Or just any time. Just go, hey, hi, hello, hey. Overdo that. It'd be nice. It will be. Trust me. Fucking do it. I'm very aggressive with my my spirituality <laughs> you better fucking do this shit I'm not fucking around alrighty there we go so I think I got everything out of the way here's Daniel oh wait one more thing before I introduce Daniel I heard Jonah Ray's wearing a Todd Glass t-shirt I gotta see what it is I like Jonah Ray even more now and I liked them before Alrighty, we're getting t-shirts. They're putting the designs together as we speak, and they're going to be cool. I really like the way they're looking. They're very different, and I like that. All right, here's Daniel. So here's what I got wrong when we did the show. Um, Shoeless Joe Jackson played for the White Sox. It was the 1919 World Series against Cincinnati Reds, and Joe Jackson, along with seven other players, were accused of taking $5,000 each to throw the game. Now, though he did play exceptionally well, he had 12 hits and no errors. I said it was the best game of his life. Um, I don't think it was. Also, a grand jury did find everybody not guilty. However, they were still thrown out of baseball and are still ineligible for the Hall of Fame. Uh, Joe Jackson fought for his innocence for the rest of his life, but um, it was never proven that he was indeed not guilty. Um, There was a lot more on Wikipedia, but the word allegedly came up a lot, so I don't really feel comfortable using any of it. Anyway, I don't know if it clears anything up in terms of our discussion, but I feel a little bit better that I at least corrected some of those misfacts. Miss facts? Is that a real word? All right. And it's going to have to be because I cannot re-record this memo again. This is like my eighth try. Okay. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. You ready? You good? What are you looking at? Porno? No, no, no. I was telling someone I'm a little podcast recording. I'll talk to you later. Good. That's fine. It's all right. True story. I just haven't finished it. Okay. We're all good? Okay, we're good? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, we we recorded? We were just recording? Yeah. What did people hear me say? I'm curious. Oh, I just started when you were asking. No, no, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. You're done. Oh, okay. Well, well, I caught one time. I know we're we're recording now. It's all right. But 
we'll start the show in a second, but one time Chris uh, told me that Andrew uh, looks at porn while you're talking to him, mm-hmm. and I just thought he was being silly. And then one time at my house, I was talking to him, and I didn't, he didn't know I saw his ref- the reflection in the window behind me. And um, I go, he's looking at porn as I'm talking to him. You know Videos what? or pictures? Uh, what was it? Video. Wow. You know what? A lot of people, before you make fun of them, Mm, really? I think I think the only thing that's well, I don't know. What do you get out of it? Like it sounds like you could, you know, start jerking off. Well, or... It shows how boring I was. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I'm prepping for the future. <laughs> you're you're putting in your uh, memory bank in it. Okay. Hi. We have a problem on. Okay, we're we're doing music <laughs> in the pre-show. Um, so Dan, uh, so before we start, before we start, hold on. So Andrew has a problem. We'll mm-hmm. deal with that off the air. Um. <laughs> okay, turn that off. Uh, so we uh, so we know that Daniel likes filthy, dirty blankets with dog shit on them, um, and then Andrew's addicted to porn. And then here we go. Okay, let's start the show. <laughs> this is going to be a fun show today. A very funny guy. Talk uh, am I in a great mood? Call me back this time. Yeah, this is Jerry Seinfeld. I love the intro. Our glass show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Hello. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Oh, my God. Central presents Todd Glass. Yes. Todd Glass. Brian Regan. Oh, Brian Regan, Brian Regan. Um, if you don't want me to do the podcast. No, I... I don't know. Let me know that. Do you want me to beg? John, it's Aaron. Mark. I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass Show. What do I fucking need to do? Uh, it's a very funny podcast, the Todd Glass Show. can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip. High atop Black Horse Motors. It's the Todd Glass Show. Ah. Uh... You weren't here last week. We wanted. Is this the best one? I love that Todd Glass show. Each episode's great. Oh my god, I wrote this song. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where did you get this? You wrote this? I wrote this song. No bullshit. I swear to God, there's a guy in Portland. Yeah. And his name is Joe McKenzie, and he says he wrote it. Might as well be Joe fucking liar. This. Hold on. Let, let's hear it. Just listen to the whole song. Now, what what was the word here if you wrote it? Shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Funny to hear okay, stop. To Rodney, to not only did this guy steal my song. <laughs> what of that didn't you understand? I, I couldn't see your hand. Oh, my God. I do it up here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see his hand? I believe him. Oh, by the way, I didn't think that was – I think that's a funny answer. I was laughing at myself because I'm looking at him. I was eye level staring at him, and I was taking my hand to cut sign. Uh-huh. And then he goes, "He was, hey, he didn't see my hand." Um, <laughs> not only did this guy steal my song, he changed the words to it. The fucking balls. Uh, what's his name again? Joe McKenzie. Okay, go. Let, let's hear the song. Well, let me hear the original. Yeah, let me just from where it's at. Listeners and the non-listeners as well. 
And if you're not listening, then go straight to nerdist.com slash podcast slash Oh, I love where Chris is at now. He's right, by the way, for the listeners that are listening. Um, and then if we ever pause it like that, you can always bring it back up once we need it sure. for the next time. So uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is uh, the show today. Here we are. Chris is now uh, next to me. So now it's so much easier to communicate after many years. Uh, many uh, years. <laughs> many. <laughs> one year. Um, many year. Who came in and fixed the wires? Will. Will. Will Frazier. And uh, he drilled. We, well, we cleaned it up. He put Chris over here. So let me start nice and slow here. And um, I was thinking about not doing the show, like this part of the show where I try to rush through it because I'm always frantic with a guest here. Now, today is, you know, it's, I'm comfortable with you. I don't feel like because you're on the show so much, you know, I don't worry that you're like, come on, you're, you're patient. But with the guest, I'm always like frantic. Someone said, oh, they, they would miss that franticness. So oh, I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, we are going to go nice and slow today. I'm, uh, uh, we're going to have a we're going to have a, a, a nice show today. We even have a little theme for you, Daniel. We wrote something, oh, but really? we did it in house. It's not, okay. uh, not Lynn but, didn't participate. Lynn, Lynn, well, we didn't. We we forgot to ask Lynn. Oh. So so there's that. There's that. Um, we are going to do just go nice and slow. Hold on, I'm even going to drink my coffee. Mm-hmm. I always make it because I, you know, like I know Regis, and I say I always say. Well, you know, now it's Kelly and Michael. Oh, who did they pick? Michael Strahan, right? Strahan. 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 No, they the guy it. from like ESPN, all the football, football player. Football player yeah. All right, well, I have to watch it because if they mm-hmm. picked it, uh, then then you know I have I'm to sure see before great. I before. Well, we, well, I'll judge, but I don't want to say yeah because I don't know. Who like that I, is. I, when Kelly Ripa came on, you know, people didn't really expect much. Some people still don't in. like Kelly. I did. I did like her, and uh, um, it'll be interesting. But but we'll see. We'll see. You know me. I don't like to say anything unless I do my research. <laughs> So I'm drinking my coffee. This is the first week. Go slow. Hold on. Listen. That's right. There's no reason to hurry. People are with us. And uh, the Paul F. Tompkins show, we're going to do it. The serious one. And then we're going to have him on and be silly. It's, it's, my head will explode if I don't do it soon. But I am so organized for this next show. And um, there's so many things. Uh, some letters from people. You know how we say if you're um, – we'll, and we'll rip through this part quick. Not the whole opening, just this part. Well, what am I? This part's like my favorite part of the show. Thank you, thank you. It's about time somebody fucking uh, you know supports me. <laughs> Sensitive. Get him those glasses that, that he can look at the porno while he stares right at me. <laughs> <laughs> he can stare right at you and, and look at a girl's pussy. I don't know if it's a like generational, but I think it's funny that you say porno. Porno. No porn. one says porn. Porn. People say porn. Yeah, porn. Look at some porn. pornography. I think I'm saying it comedically because if I knew, like, go online. He's online looking at porn. But like when I said, hey, he can look at his glasses and look at porno. Um, so, <laughs> thank you. Um, so the show with Paul F. Tompkins, uh, we have so much to deal with. Like some people are sending in letters, and I'm glad they go. I'm trying to be a hundred percenter. And, and say something in situations where someone uses a word or says something sexist or whatever it is. Hey, and, and I'm only saying to, to, to vocalize it if it's your belief. I'm not asking in this, in this thing, I'm saying don't, I'm not even, I am trying to change people's misconceptions and beliefs, but in this thing, I'm just saying, hey, if you're already feel that way, just speak up. But I feel really bad and also touched when somebody says, I was in a situation, I didn't know what to do. I'm in, believe me, that happens to me all the time. What do you do? Sometimes you don't say anything, but 
the fact that you're even aware of it makes me happy. I'm even happy. So the mm-hmm. fact that someone would write in and go, I feel like I let you down is what somebody said. And I was like, hey, I let myself down a lot. I leave a situation. I go, I could have said something. What was the circumstance there? Uh, I have the email and we're going to read it verbatim. But it was somebody that said something and uh, we'll deal with it on the Paul F. Tompkins okay. show. But I know there's a lot of other people that probably get in those predicaments. They're like, oh, it sounds so good on paper to say something. And then when you get into that situation. But I will reiterate now quickly. It doesn't mean you have to go off on an eight-hour dissertation. You know, me and, you know, speaking of eight-hour dissertations, um, it just sometimes you can make it quick. You can make it very gentle, get in, get out. But I get even that's hard. So and then, um, you know, somebody – I usually do it with a joke. Like this came up recently Mm -hmm. where somebody – it was a person I didn't know, but they came up to me after the show and they, they used the word gay as an adjective. And they said something like, I don't know if you want to go to that bar. It's pretty gay. And then I go, oh. It's a gay bar? He goes, no. I go, oh, are, are there like people that work there are gay or something like that? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, that's not what I meant. I go, no, I, I just want to make sure I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, well, you can also – I said once, what if you – and again, here we go. Um, uh, you can make a joke like, what is it? Oh, it's 1950 because you can get in and out of that pretty mm-hmm. easy. Like if they say something that's dated, I did, have done that in the past where I go, oh, it's 1950. And they go, oh, no, I, I go, hey, I'm, I'm making a joke too. Now right. that's me selling out a little bit, but I'm making a joke too because I wasn't. But it just lets them know they get it. Even if you say, you know, oh, I'm making a joke too. Like, it's okay. It already I, registered with them. It registered with them. Even if you go, hey, hey, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. I was, it's just, it just funny because I haven't heard that term in a while. It's right. like, it's just, you know, I used to ask people how old they were sometimes when they said something very dated. Like, if somebody was like, said something like, I don't know if I would, uh, if it was something like hypothetically, like, I don't know if I'd, I think I literally heard somebody once contemplate whether they would go to a woman. It was like a doctor or an accountant or whatever it was. And I went, oh, it's uh, how old are you? And they went, why? Because no one wants to think of themselves as being old. No, that just sounds like something an old person would say. I don't know anybody, you know, under 50. What are you, 90? You, you, you're contemplating? So you can deal with it like that. But anyway, and again, we will delve into this more in, in, in the show. The other thing was um, I had somebody. I don't want to say who it is. Go ahead. What about a woman urologist? Well, I think that do they could, have women urologists. I'm sure they do, and and that's obviously an exception when people go. By the way, when people oh these shows, I always say I want to start slow. Go ahead, well, Katie. Well, there's male gynecologist. You know what, yeah, Katie? That's true. Thank yeah. you. Know what? Because I was so willing. Look, by the way, what it means is if you're comfortable, I would. There, there are plenty of women that go to male gynecologists. Now, there are some that would prefer a woman gynecologist. There's something I get. It's personal. But it says it doesn't have to be ironclad with, for a man to go to a urologist that's a woman, the same as it isn't for a woman to go to a gynecologist. Right. So I go, yeah, I go to a male. I'm comfortable. What it basically says is fucking grow up. Right. Like, you know, we talked about like some of the um, – in the uh, in, someone tried to explain to me and very nicely why in the synagogue it has nothing to do with being sexist. They, they, they said to me it has to do with that the, the, temptation. The, the temptation. So if, there's a, so if there's women in the first row, that they won't be able to. And, I, and to that, again, you know, and I know I get the emails, I say, uh, uh, fucking grow up. And plus, like, what's going to happen? Like, if they put women in the front row, they're going to fucking fuck them all? They're going to try to well, fuck them in the middle of the service? It's tempting. It's tempting. This everybody, let's try to grow up. But anyway, um, we, we, we talked about, when I talked about not when one group is compared to another group, and they go, whoa, don't throw me into that group. I almost did that. Uh, somebody told me, because they found out about me, I don't want to say who it is, even though they, you know, I, they, they probably don't listen to the show, that out of nowhere they go that they, were, that they had two girlfriends. Now look, 
uh, my instincts were to go, what do you call that? Oh, uh, polygamous? They, know, they knew of each other. They were po- po- a polygamous. Right. And I went right away in my head to go, oh, don't compare me to that. And I went, why are you fucking doing that? I'll make an opinion, but do, do work. Research what that means to do that. And I know there might be certain people even here that think I'm being too fair. I don't. I don't. Research it. Research what it means. Are they all – I would imagine Can right just, off the bat there's, there are some that are, uh, that, are, that are not doing it with underage women, that that's not something that they all condone. I, I'm, I'm, a matter of fact, I would bet I'm fucking positive about that. But I don't know. I might do all my research and come back, but I'm not going to just blindly make an opinion on that. Certainly – and by the way, this is when you can froth at the mouth because it's not my lifestyle – I don't know if it would work for me, so I can defend it, and I'm not defending myself. Certainly the traditional type of marriage uh, has not fucking worked so wonderfully where if I hear that, I can't do some research before I go, well, that's not for me. But even if it's not for me, if it's not hurting anybody, that means if they're not, right. then, then, then I don't have to scoff at something that doesn't hurt anybody. Otherwise, I take the one thing that I defend myself with, and I go, when two people are not hurting anybody, now if it involves children... That's not what I'm talking about, but go ahead. Um, the only thing I'll say about that, I think people should be allowed to do whatever they want to do, polygamists included. Again, you know, grown-ups who are not hurting each other, free will, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, you, they, they'll have to concede that polygamy is a choice. So that puts them in a different category with, with a You know lot what? Of it doesn't people. matter because I want to exclude Again, that. Like, from- like I said, I don't have a problem with people making a choice and living their life they want, they, the way they want to live it. But I don't know if I would lump polygamy into... You know what? But we said it's not a competition. There's enough there to relate with. Yes. If we go step by step, yes, one. And by the way, though, I've always said this. The fact that we hold on to that, I get why. It's, it, it's not a, we always go, it's not a choice, which believe me, from my soul and my gut and my being and my fiber, I know that it hasn't been a choice for me. Mm-hmm. But remember we said, one day I went, who the fuck cares if it is? You've tried making the other choice. Yeah. You've tried really hard. Yeah, who cares if it is a choice? So the fact – what I'm saying is do research before you and, and don't be I – I went – the reason I'm admitting that is because I now – for people that have that happen to them when somebody compares them. I've always said it when black – when somebody – when gay people compare themselves to black people and there's some, there's some black people that go, it's fine. I get it. It's okay to compare. We're talking about hatred. Others go, don't. I slipped into that. So, I, you know, I get it. I slipped okay. into that. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about that on the show. And, and also one other thing, and then we're going to move on here. Um, I talked to somebody about 10 years ago. We talked to – oh, this is – okay, I'll just do it here real quick. 10 years ago, I talked to somebody about when they didn't want um, – uh, you know what? Hold on here. I'm, I will talk about this on another show. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get we're – t- we're talking about that – if somebody, if you just, I know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm just going to keep it more beige. Okay. If, when somebody, if, if it takes 10 people to talk you out of something, and you genuinely change your opinion, forget about when they just don't talk you out of it, but they, you hear enough people you know, don't agree with your, your closed-mindedness, eventually just shut up about what inwardly in the right situation, you are still feel that way. I'm talking about when you really, it takes a lot, but I talked someone out of something years ago when they thought, well, I don't know if teachers telling our kids that they're gay. And I went, they don't want to do that. They want to have it just be, if it, 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 maybe they do now, but back then it was teachers that just, if they're going to the Christmas party, that they can bring, bring another male or bring mm-hmm. another female. They didn't want to go in front of a class any more prematurely than they would talk about heterosexual relationships. Right. And this person was making it, and, I, and they went, they really took me a lot, 
but they genuinely, not just shut up about it, I know for a fact, they genuinely changed their opinion. Now that person, something else came up, and it's taking me just as much work. I go, let's not go issue by issue or situation by situation. You have to relearn how you think things, and if you're being fair. Otherwise, every time, do you understand what I'm saying? Every time something is put in front of you, you're just going to take... It's it's exhausting to get you to change your opinion on if this. You're always on the wrong side of the issue. I don't want to go issue by issue with you. No, let's try to. When teach I'm not there, you're going to make the wrong choice. Thank you. Let's try to teach you how to do math differently. So right. instead of taking eight hours to teach you that two plus two is four, and then at the end of it, you honestly go, no, 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 I know it's four now. A month later, you're not going, eight plus eight is 14, right? Okay, we need to learn to do math. We need to rethink how you're getting into these situations, not go situation by situation. So teach, there, there teach you go. Teach a man to fish. There you go. <laughs> so there's that. And then, so we move on. There's that. Um, somebody sent this in, uh, the song. I don't know why. It just has a funny, uh, well, well, yeah, yeah, play that. Play that. The Billy Joel song. Michael, what's his last name? Leach? I hope that's his last name. What was that? I remember the day, I remember the girl. She was dancing and fighting, that girl was exciting. Remember the remember day. the day. She was in it for the thrill of the dance. She was smoking two cigarettes One for herself And one for her pussy I couldn't believe it So I had to hear it twice Anyway, I'm, I'm fading it out now. I love being near the fader. Uh, but that song genuinely cracked me up. And I heard it like a month ago, but I just, I've been listening to it. It's just so, uh, it says it, what, an ama- who, who did they, skip, like a Billy Joel that they were saying? An ode to Billy Joel. An ode to Billy Joel. Um, so, guys, that gave me a, a good laugh. And then um, Fiona Apple, come on now. Um, <laughs> John Mulaney's going to be on the show in a few weeks. I always say people are going to be on the show. and then they, You know what? Let me tell you something about that. You know, my, you know my deal for people that are listening that don't know. I always tell everybody, I know what it's like to when people ask you to do a podcast. And I, there's some podcasts I really enjoy doing. But sometimes when the week approaches, you have nothing really legitimate going on, but you're just not in the mind frame to do a podcast. And I don't want people to come in here like, okay, I, got, I, I want them to treat it like they're coming to my house for a party. Mm-hmm. So if the night before something happened where you had to get up at 6 in the morning, you wouldn't just go to the party as work. You would just call them, hey, I'm not in the mindset. And, yeah, and, you don't have to, and when you're canceling a party, you don't have to have anything legitimate. You're just like, you know what, don't. You can email someone or text someone. I'm not going to make it tonight. I go, treat the podcast like that. So people have taken me up on that, and I'm glad. If it means that Pat Oswald comes in five months, uh, fine. When he gets here, he's going to have a clean head and be able to have fun. So that's why that happens a lot. I tell people, cancel. Don't. I don't. I want people here when they have a clean head. So all of a sudden, they'll just start, you know, I told the same thing to Greg Proops, and it was like, literally, I said, Greg, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, the phone hey, We're rang. in this for the long haul. Yeah, we're in this for the long haul. So John Mulaney is going to be the week after next, unless he cancels, and it's okay. Um, and then uh, there we go. All right, so uh, so we wrote Daniel a little theme. I'm excited. So let's hear how good we can do it. We did not practice this as grams we did, so let's give it a shot. Here we go. Daniel, 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 Daniel,
Daniel. All righty. Oh, that was... Well... Did that uh, make you feel special? I'm a little conflicted because I know how much you don't like it when the guest doesn't enjoy their jingle. Oh. But I feel slightly ripped off here. Why? Well, I don't know. Everybody gets like a super awesome mm. Lynn jingle, mm. and I get, I get you guys, you know, funny. screaming into a microphone. It's funny. Graham loved it. I don't want to be unappreciative. You guys obviously have put in at least 10% of an effort, and I really appreciate that. Katie wrote it. You did? The song? The words or the music? Both. Both. Oh. (laughs) Graham did. He pulled out his phone, and he was like, I am put." You know what it was? Maybe, so we let our listeners know, uh, that we practiced in front of you when we took a break. Yes. (laughs) And that's all we ended up having. Four takes. Imagine if we just did it out of nowhere. I bet then you'd be... Then I would have been a lot more impressed. If it just happened out of nowhere... Yes. Oh, okay. Well, play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't have the thing on. All right, so here we go. We're good. Daniel. Daniel, just you, Chris. Are the mics off? It's all right. The mic wasn't on. Oh, no, it is. Let's hear how you do it. Let's just, just oh, you just all by me. yourself. Yeah. Okay. Daniel. Dan, Daniel. Dan, 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 Daniel. Dan, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, Dan, 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 Daniel, Dan, Daniel, Daniel. All right, there we go. Yeah, I think we're uh, underutilizing Chris's talents. Hey, if Chris, I I, agree. I think Chris is going to start hiding uh, things because he he got me a printer and I'm now making him print out like notes, like. Ha- uh, tell Daniel not to forget a pen, you know, <laughs> hang it up on the window. And then I found out he plays the drums, so I'm like, Chris, I got a text message. Print it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're good. We had, I feel I need to get centered. I got the fan on me over here. We had, um, all right, do me a favor, turn that. Oh, I think I'm starting to have real serious problems. Like with, uh, you know, like. Control issues? Well, the remote controls all have to be the same way. Like I'm starting to realize as maybe as I get older or you know what it might be being very honest. You guys are all like I always say there's certain things around here that I think are normal. I don't feel embarrassed that I ask for, you know, to turn phones off and be attentive during the show. And just like, you know, when I go to a show, but other things I consider it a favor. You know, like when you guys know, like when you bring in sodas, I prefer you pour it in a cup and mm-hmm. have like a, a Pollo Loco big gulp cup on the thing. And that I consider a favor because that's abnormal. So maybe because you guys are so kind with that, you know what I mean, that, mm-hmm. I, that I start emitting more of it, like liking that microphone right over there and liking things a certain way. But I don't do you, know. Do you, have you noticed it getting worse when you are on your own? Like if you're in a hotel room, do you, no, do you it's notice about, yourself spending more time devoted to these little idiosyncrasies that you have? No, it's about the same there. But like, you know, Lynn's wife, Teresa, Lynn Shore, who does the music for the show, she said, I can't believe you could have a sleepover. I said, I like people to feel comfortable at my house. Bless you. Um, I like people to feel comfortable in my house. And I was able to get myself. Everybody came in. Granted, I had, like, amazing people over, everybody from the show. And they're like, we know Todd likes that there and this goes there. But after a while, I am able to relax and enjoy people at my house. I mean, after all, if I couldn't have done that, I wouldn't have had a sleepover. And I did enjoy it. So I get frustrated a little bit with myself sometimes with it. But then I go, I guess I give myself a little leeway that, all right, I'm able to, you know, yeah. Also have people over my house and enjoy it. So there we go. You know, I have some of that. We've talked about this. I, I have I share some of those things with you. I don't know if it's OCD or whatever you call it, but I find that as long as I don't give in to it, 
eventually, like, I, I, I lighten up, like, with my clothes or with the way, you know. Yeah, well, God and I always have a, a packing competition. Don't get me started. I saw, as clean as I am, my toiletry bag, you know, was like, you know, toothpaste on it. You know, uh-huh. I would just, and then I saw Daniel's bag packed once, <laughs> and he opened it up, and I was like, oh, my God, are you, oh, I do not fucking need this. And yeah. there on became the competition <laughs> uh, because I got shoe tree bags, you know, which I never have shoe tree bags. I, to be honest, I stopped using them after we weren't traveling together as much. Yeah. <laughs> I can still put my shoes in. I know they're dirty, but I put them upside down. So the dirty parts, I put them on the bottom of the and then I put you had and I put bags and then my now my toiletry bag. That's still I wash it every time I come home from the wor- road. I empty everything out, mm-hmm. clean it. And what I do is I bring it in the shower because that's the easiest way. You can just, you know, while you're showering, open it up inside out, get it all clean, Mm -hmm. and then leave it in there to dry. And now I want everything in there neat. I love the the, the gift you gave me there, traveling gift. Do you remember? You gave me three bags. Oh, I guess. And 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 they're these white bags. They're cloth bags, like sacks, you'd call them. Mm -hmm. And two of them say shoes, Mm -hmm. shoe bag, and one of them says laundry bag. But it's like. Nicely embroidered, and it's it's like a little raised embroidery. You yeah. can tell, and they're white. Oh my god, it's my fucking so favorite you, thing. So you put your shoes in there. So I go, you know, usually I go. You go on the road. I bring two pairs of shoes. You know, the ones I'm wearing, and I bring gym shoes. I put that in the shoe bag, and then you have a laundry bag, which is just you know. That means best. you come home if you still have clean clothes. But see, here's the reason why I lo- I did do the laundry bag for a while. But then I thought, by the time I go home on a road, I'm going to wash just everything in there, even if there's five or six things. So I just, when I'm going home, my bag is pretty dirty. You know, I just throw everything back in it because I know I'm going to undo it and wash everything. So I don't really need the laundry bag. So oh, I, I mostly have, you know, socks, underwear, and T-shirts in there from the road. So I just, I take the bag, I throw it in the uh, basket for the laundry. It's fucking the best. Oh, two sickos talking. Um, <laughs> So, uh, here we go. Um... Who are you calling? Oh, we never did the learn how to do more. I just want to let you know, man. I like the show a lot. You're doing a great job. Did you just call Mike Wahlberg? So here we go. So we had, hold on one second. So can I, are you going to go? Yeah, we had an amazing weekend. Uh, Me, um, Irk, Chris Burden. Lynn and Teresa went Friday night. We drove to San Francisco, and we went and saw Brian Regan at Cobb's, and it was <laughs> right, guys. It was it was it was unbelievable. It was uh, matter of fact. Why don't you uh, go go over there to the to the mic and just keep it. Uh, just you guys. So you know they got to Brian. How cool was Brian Regan? Oh, he was awesome. And uh, and and we so we hung. What was was there one thing that was your favorite part of the whole weekend? And no, it, it, it's not like it, it's a competition between. Obviously, I performed, Brian performed, Jim Gavin performed. But was there one thing that you went that was just you know a really fun thing, or two things? If there were two things, one with Brian and one with Jim, the two most special things. Well, the, the, Brian hanging out on the bus was awesome, and listening to you guys talk and you describe your dream bus and Brian, and he wouldn't let us off Be without a hug. I was I was obsessed with the bus, and all I did was ask Brian questions. Like, is it? He go, and Brian was like, "Look, I'm very. He, he's very humble, genuinely mm-hmm. humble, not like phony humble, but yes. genuinely humble." And uh, he he didn't want to come off like he was, you know, boasting about the bus. I'm like, "You fucking tell me if this bus is everything it is. Don't you fucking lie to me." 
Because I, you know, he, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, it is. He goes, it is. It's just, it takes out all the bad part of traveling. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has his, and he showed us in the back. So he had his kids with him. And he has, you know, a, a babysitter that helps him out when he's on the road, which he needs. And he goes, in the back sometimes, like, you know, we'll all get in the big bed in the back room and we'll watch movies together. Like, that's, your kids are never going to forget that. So, and then with Gaffigan, the, one of the, the, the coolest things? Uh, well, I did the driving, and he kept me awake. You guys all fell asleep, and yeah, we, it wasn't for Gaffigan. Yeah, and then we'll uh, go I to you. Crash. We we went. Uh, we we did the show. Um, uh, we Saratoga. we see Brian Regan, and then the next day we drive to a winery, which is up in the mountains, Saratoga Winery. Yeah, it was the mountain winery in Saratoga, and it's it's this beautiful winery with a amphitheater built into the hill. So cool, and it was it was. Everything was perfect. Like, the drive up, everything was maintained. It was, like, right up my alley. Every, the backstage was perfect. The way they treated you was perfect. We got there, too. Then right after the show, right after the show. Day show? No, it was a 7 o'clock at night show. Mm-hmm. Right afterwards, we rented a little van, a minivan. Mm-hmm. Bang, we got into the van, and we drove. Eric drove the entire way from uh, the, the Saratoga all the way to Reno. We got in. The, we pulled into Reno around three o'clock in the morning, and I was sleeping. Everybody was sleeping, and then I woke up at like two thirty, and I was like, I, I was worried he was going to crash. You don't get a good night's sleep because you wake up. I was like, Are you all right? He'd be like, I'm doing fine, and I go <laughs> right back to sleep. I woke up at like two thirty in the morning, and Jim is having the most in depth conversation with him, and I was like, Okay, he's taken care of. He's good. He's mm-hmm. up. You know, it's like so weird. What were you guys talking about? At personal stuff. Yeah, family. Personal family stuff. But I knew that he was okay. I thought, Thank God, Jim. Is you know, chatting away. So that was the, the that was the, and then. But for, for us, the great time started the night before at the burn. Yeah, we went to the. Oh, bur- yeah. They it came over not, my. They came over my house on Thursday because they were going to sleep over because we're leaving. You know, eight o'clock in the morning, and we uh, last minute they called me to do the burn. And I will tell you this genuinely, it is the most fun. It was me. Natasha Lazaro, Lagero or Lagero, yeah. <laughs> Natasha and and uh, and Anthony Jesselnik. Yeah, say it. Say it. Lichero. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I no, think it's people, the hardest Italian. Yeah, and people that listen to the show know not to go, oh, he doesn't even know. I love her, and I know her very well. Just a hard time with names. Uh, Natasha and also uh, Anthony Jeselnik, and, uh, of course, Jeff Ross, the host. More fun than I've ever had doing a show my entire life. It was just enjoyable. I left there, and then we smoked a little pot with uh, Jeff after the show, and it was just great. And that's the way we started it. it so fun. And the thing that was, you know, sometimes, as you know, Daniel, like certain things from being on the road you take for granted. You know, I, uh, Jim said, oh, they went from the beautiful winery to now we're in Reno on the bottom of the, you know, the underground of a hotel when you walk to the show. You know, mm-hmm. they take you from your green room down. You see, you know, uh, the house cl- where yes. they clean. It's, you're going through the, you know, you picture Elvis. And he goes, oh, now through this. And, I, and then the next day I thought Eric said something really interesting. And Lynn and Teresa and, and also Chris was like, that walk was amazing. And that says you don't take that for granted. Like, I remember mm-hmm. when that was exciting. Like, you leave your green room and they go walking. And there's a mm-hmm. guy with security, takes you down the hallway, turn a corner, down another hallway. Then it says stage and they open the stage. Door, and I love that these guys even cherish that because it was it was all to be. It was a great weekend. And Chris, would you say if you was one thing, you know, again, but one thing with Brian Regan and one thing with Jim that was special? Uh, well, I feel like Eric kind of said for Brian Regan, it's probably the bus was the best part. Mm-hmm. But just yeah, general, just hanging out with them was great and listening to all the conversation. And uh, with Jim, yeah, uh, the 
the car ride was nice. We talked for a little bit, and then the the dinner the last night was just fucking great. Yeah, I'm so with you on that fun. too. That I was. I'm glad you said that because so so what happened was that we we do the show. We we do the show, and uh, and um, after the show we go into a very good steakhouse with on the premises. And what was the hotel? Uh, we were at the Silver Legacy, mm-hmm. and there's a really nice steakhouse in there. And you know the service was like your Frank Sinatra. You know, and even Jim goes, guy, I don't always get treated this way. You know, mm-hmm. you get treated nice, but that's old school. That's yeah. like there's 10 people. One person's pouring the water. The other person's putting your drinks down. Then they're bringing bread. And then they're – and it was just like unbelievable. And it was just it, – it was just we were enjoying it again. We had we had smoked a little bit. So we were just totally uh, 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 just loving the uh, – the, the atmosphere and just enjoying the dinner and, and the drinks and it was just very special and you know I did not expect it and then you know which I thought was nice it was just a nice way to end up the week Jim had pick, picked up the tab and if I would have known I would have gotten a you know lobster <laughs> um, I'm like guys remember I'm paying for this so chicken <laughs> remember you all like chicken and I rehearsed it I said I rehearsed what if we rehearsed it and I went and I made myself the good guy and I said what are you getting chicken for we're in a fucking steakhouse but then they know they can't but it makes me <laughs> look good because I'm drinking. See, see what you would do. Like if I did that, I go, okay, so we're all ordering. Uh, can you give some background? Hey guys, uh, restaurant I'll, noise? I'll be a waiter tonight. Um, Hold on. Let's see if we can find a little bit. And then you, no matter what I say for this bit, you guys, no, no, I just love chicken. And you know, someone told me just you, you cannot, but I lay into you, you know, you'll be the waiter. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You got it. Yeah. So it's okay. No, we can make a cut here if we no, need to. No, don't cut this. Don't, don't. We don't have to. Don't cut this. Leave this? Yes. Pe- let people go through the journey. Oh, of- yes. There we go. Hey, okay. guys. How you doing? Um, hope you're enjoying your waters. Are, Are you, you miked? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hey, have you decided what you want? Oh, well, I'll let you. Go ahead. You go first, Eric. Yeah, I'll have uh, the chicken and rice. Chicken and... Get the fuck out of here. Now, remember, you for are. this bit, you were told, yeah. I'm going to argue, but you go, chick, get a fucking good steak. Oh, no, I, I prefer chicken. I, I'm a white meat kind of guy. <laughs> You're not fucking... Let me tell you, you get the fuck... Uh, do you have lobster and lobster waiter? We do, we do. And your friend's right. This is one of the best steakhouses. Guy's a fucking pussy. In get Reno. A, I'm going to get a piece of chicken. Get a fucking yeah, nice Yeah, I agree. Get, a, get steak. a steak. We have a great deal on filet mignon. How much is it? It's uh, it's uh, $48. Are you fucking yeah, shitting me for I this bit? Like hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop the music. You want it to be way more? Or? $48? That's a sizzle. <laughs> Shit. No, you get like it's a hundred fifty dollar steak. That that's a well, decent price. Well, you know you're right. Steak. I'm so into the bit. I forgot yeah. in real life I would never get a forty eight dollar steak because <laughs> <laughs> it's a fake bit. It's a hundred and eighty. You know you're right. <laughs> no, but I wanted to keep it real. Can you make it seventy? Okay, okay. Go ahead. How much? How much is that steak? Uh, well, you should know that all of our beef comes from free range cows. I like it. And it's all very fresh. How about you get that, Eric? Uh, it's, uh, I just would rather have the chicken. Uh, you know what? This, it's a, this guy's a fucking... Forget it. He, get him chicken. What I do know. you want? Um, yeah, can I have the uh, chicken sandwich, the barbecue what chicken sandwich? What the fuck? You're not getting the, We're out! It's Todd Glass you're with. I'm treating. Guys, get a fucking hey, steak. You heard, you heard the man. I would get the steak. Hold on. Wait, what's steak. your name? Uh, Daniel. Daniel. Uh, I like you keep the same name. Yeah, it's easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I go with Jerry. Why not? Um, they, they tell these guys, pussy number one over there, Irk, 
and pussy number two. To tell them, tell them from your heart, sell them on the steak. You guys, the steak is delicious. Right. I, I must tell you, our chef has, is one of the best chefs. He, he just came from New York. This guy sears it on an open flame, and then he, and then he puts it oh. in the oven, and then it's just absolutely perfect. And it comes with a little bit of butter on the side, oh. and then and then oh. you, you can choose from mashed potatoes, oh. broccoli. Shut the fuck. Okay, you, I think you said enough. That, you talked him into it. What do you want? sounds incredible. Say you so, want. So so good, you want a steak? No, I really think I should get the chicken. Yeah. No, no, the chicken, we just shoot him in the head and then put him on a stick and fry him on an open flame in the back. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stick with the both chicken. Both of you, you're losers. Go back. Go back. Okay. You're both fucking losers. What can I get you, sir? Of the uh, chicken strips. All right, there we go. That was fun. Look at us. We don't need that. I saw Brian Regan was on Letterman on Friday. and Yeah. For what it's worth, you know, uh, but it's still because Brian has been, you know, a hero and he's up there. He's on the R- Mount Rushmore of comedy. Mm-hmm. No one, no one disputes that. But to be to to be to be impressed all over again, you know what I mean? Like, well, because his material it evolves. Has, like it, it has evolved. It, it evolves. The things yes. that the things that fluster him are. Honest. Mm-hmm. It's not like ah, that was funny twenty five years ago. What he or deals- it's like, oh, he has this thing that he does, and that's the thing that he does. Which a lot of great comics, great comics, they had a thing, and then that was their thing, and 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 they kind of wrote it out. But with Brian, it was just he was talking about things that happened today. It it was it was just it had he's. Uh, by the way, I love that you can you can have guts mm-hmm. and be fair. And, uh, you know, like I said, Brian, the fact that he's clean, to me, that has nothing to do with it because he's funny because he's funny. Uh, there's a lot of clean comedians that blow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian is just funny. He happens to not curse. Uh, but, you know, he, his act has got guts, and, it's, and it's, he says things that are social, and, you don't, and it, you don't even realize it. And, oh, it was just great. And, I, by the right. way, there was one point where I did shush somebody. Because the mic went out during Gary Brightwell, who opened up for him, and the mic went out, and people turn in, to, to, you know, it brings the animal out in people sometimes, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it, it happens. Uh, and uh, I went shh, and somebody cracked up, and I thought they got it. If they, if they listened to this show and they saw me, like I was in their periphery, and they go, oh, there, and then they hear me go shh, they're like, oh, he's still at it. And by the way, I don't shush on the show anymore. Notice that because um, I don't. But um, I will. I'm going to say this. You know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go all the way. And say this all the way. This is it's mm. not that big of a deal. Um, it was it Cobb's. I'm always scared to mention this because what if somebody from Cobb's hears this? Mm-hmm. If I need to rely, and by the way, what I'm going to say, not that mean, mm-hmm. not that mean. If someone heard this from Cobb's and decided he will never work for us again, that says more about them. I have to think more of my career and where I'm heading that I have to be afraid that I can't even criticize someone fairly. They didn't know Brian Regan does not do clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, he does theaters yes. now. And I don't think any club should open up a club like a club. You know what I mean? Like, are you ready to party? Are you ready to rock? Did but they do that? Not, nevertheless, I don't think they should do it when, when, no matter who's there. Right. But the fact that Brian Regan is in your house and no one – and by the way, no one thought it – hypothetically, I always may pretend that somebody from Cobb, someone said, did you hear Tom Glass? And they listened to it. Be fair. I don't think anybody thought about it. But I think if a legitimate person would hear what I'm saying, they'd be like, you know what? Todd's right. He's right. He, he didn't throw us under the bus. They treated me with dignity when I walked in there. They really did, and it made me feel special. Matter of fact, as I'm saying it now, I think, oh, then why are you saying this? 
because I'm, I'm painting the, the right picture. They, when I walked into that place, they made me feel, they didn't make me feel like an, an afterthought. They were very kind to us all, every single one of us, and I'm in there with five people, and they just were so kind. But the opening was like, you're, you know, you're in a theater, you know, they didn't have tables, they removed all the tables, and it was just felt like a theater. People were entering, everyone was seated, seated and the, it was great. And then all of a sudden, hey, everybody, come on, we can't hear you. How many people are ready? No, come on. It's like, no, this is a goddamn theater show. And it's like, you sold out. They all paid money to come see Brian. They're just, ready. It could have been, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brian Regan's special guest, that's it. Gary Brightwell. Yeah. And then after Gary Brightwell, get a blackout, walk off the stage, or Gary introduces you. That's all right. I love when I'm with Jim and I just say good night, you know, or, or when I'm with Louie. I just say, do my show, thank you, good night. It goes black, mm-hmm. and then it's deafening silence. If anybody mm-hmm. hears this from Cobbs and doesn't go, he, he, this, this does give you the chills just hearing it this way, then, then you know, I don't, I don't understand. But I bet they would go, yeah, you know what, we didn't think about that. But to, to say good night and have a room, when I open, whoever I open up for, and it goes black, and then you hear, just to hear the rumble, you wait mm-hmm. like 10 seconds. I even love doing it. I did it for Jim when Jeannie Gaffney isn't there, and I just wait, not too long, 10 seconds, good night, they applaud, you walk off stage, it gets dark. Ladies and gentlemen... Jim Gaffigan, and the crowd erupts, and it's exciting. And by the way, that's how Brian Regan does it when he's in theaters. You know, it just happened to be at a club. And uh, but I nevertheless, I, I don't know why they can't look at acts like for some reason comedy clubs they 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 do a thing a certain way, and they always put themselves in a category. Well, we're a comedy club, and that's how comedy. But like they never think to go. Well, go see how Tony Bennett opens a show. Well, we and, and, and why 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 don't you take that? Well, that's a musician, and he's it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, we've we've talked about that, you know, so many times yeah. on the show that you know that that's the way. There's always exceptions. There's certain acts I would say no. It it should be more of a hoopla, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. But most acts that understated. Yeah, even when I talk about it right now, I love doing it every time. Ladies and gentlemen, Louis C.K. Or for Louis, it's nothing. It's the lights go dark. There's a spotlight on the stage, and then I love when they go have the spotlight walk him to the to the. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it goes. I say good night. The room goes dark for Louis. Same with Jim Gaffigan, and it's dark. And there's a spotlight just on that light, one crisp circle. And then all of a sudden, when a sound guy backstage or a guy with headsets goes, "Go walk them to the microphone," the spotlight walk goes to the side. In walks the performer, and then it walks them to the microphone. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So anyway, um, what's this? The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Not a real thing? Of course it is. Oh, it is? What do you mean it's not a real thing? What are you on? You don't like your jingle? That's not a real thing? Seriously, what? what, what? I, 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 no, what's wrong? I, <laughs> no, seriously, wait, wait, what's wrong with you? No, no, I thought. Hold on, that, I'm sweating. Wait, I got to go turn wait, the mic wait. up. Talk, talk to the people while I'm just wait, um, I really thought that this was going to be like you had you were going to have more there and it's going to be this big goofy thing. I don't know. It was just going to be that thing. And that's all. Oh, that's real. Play it again. Tell me if this sounds fake. The Todd Glass Show voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Oh, my God, Todd. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. You when didn't... did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so listen, so, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, uh, oh, by the way, we should do a, uh, I, I, I'm not going to, I got some new jingles, I'm not going to be able to play them sp- uh, feather th- throughout the show, it's not going to happen. Let's just get her, yeah. The Todd Glass Show, sweeping the nation like a fuckity fuck fuck fuckity fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> They're so worth it. I oh, love, it's I'm going to plug the guy who does the jingles, but do we forget, do you know who it is? Anyway, so um, there we go. We got that. Oh, by the way, here's something we do have to do. It's business. Later today on What the Fuck with Mark Marin. Mark sits down and has an in-depth interview with somebody. <laughs> now, back to the Todd Glass Show. All righty. Uh, uh, I so, love that. So, look, the way my brain works, so I don't have to do any... Wait, do you ed- get, like, a physical award from the Podcast yes. Association of yes. America? Look at it. You do? Right here. Oh, my God. Let me see. Yeah, maybe Chelsea oh, Freddy. it's could, heavy. It, it is. It's real. I like it. What is that? The a- Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association Wait, God, of it? America. This is like a microphone. Is this real gold? Yeah, no. It, oh, my God, Daniel. Are you going to fucking... Be- no, it's fake gold. Play the jingle again. Does this sound like a fake gold jingle? The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Wow, that's the great. Todd Glass that's really Show. Great. The number one podcast listened to in other countries by people who are smarter and hipper than us. So it must be a better podcast. Wow. Yeah, it's solid know. gold. That's amazing. Oh, Sounds shit. like it. My arm fell off. <laughs> I mean, not my own arm, my, my, my gold. I don't know. I was insinuating that this gold medal was a statue of me and the fake arm fell off. The Todd Glass Show. Uh, voted number one by the... Uh, I, how dare you turn my... voted number one in general. Oh, okay. Oh, oh just, I like just that. just voted number how one. There, I correct you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, we're doing good right now. Hello? I'm... Hel- I'm not... I'm, I'm in a great mood, but not in the mood to deal with... Hello? 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 All right, hold on one second. Let me get this thought out before we move forward. Where are we at with time? Hello? We are at 49. Jesus. It just goes quick. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, well, I have a couple of things. Yo, hold on one second. I want to go back to the Cobbs thing real quick because mm-hmm. you know the way my mind works. I said it, but I want to say it again. I don't think anything I said negates that. And I, I really, maybe, maybe this part, I will say it, and you'll know how much it meant to me. When you go to a club, you don't know how they're going to treat you. You really don't. You know, you walk in, they could push you off to the corner. They were so nice. They came up to the green room. Hey, do you guys want a beer? Do you want to, you know, whatever you need. So I really think that's important to point out. I don't think that I have to edit myself if I acknowledge that because it's just saying, you know, it's, it's, it's the way I think. It's like I want to share that, that I sat in that crowd and there was this unbelievable night and, and everything was so perfect. And, and, and um, that, that then they – I don't think that's wrong. How is that any different than you watching a friend set and, and going – a friend who you think is hilarious and then going, what do you do that joke for? Well, guess Drop what? That. Then that's why I'm glad that I brought it up again because you threw that by me and it makes me feel good. Yeah, I don't think Louis C.K. doesn't respect me or Sarah Silverman or Jim Gaffigan when they – and by the way, these things have happened where they affect go, hey, or we do it with each oh, other yeah. on the road. Yeah, when you um, tell me to not to you know, do certain stuff, I don't yeah. get offended. I go, oh, you know, he, I should listen because he loves me and everything else he said was dead on. Why wouldn't I? Right, so that's what it's saying. It's going, you know, I, uh, if it, uh, I respect a lot, but let's, maybe, they'll hear, maybe they'll hear it and then they'll fix it. Or we'll maybe another club. We'll, clubs- we'll, we'll edit it. I'll send it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's still certain clubs that fight that opening. They, they want to do that opening. And they they want to do it. They think they, you don't understand, they think they have to do it. They don't under. Here's what it is. Look, let's not. We've talked about this enough. Okay, so uh, something happened last this weekend, which I want to talk about. Okay, can you do me a favor? 
Can you um, can do we do me a ta- favor, please? Yeah, yeah. Can we uh, can we just let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and we'll go. It'll be all yours, Daniel. Okay. The Todd Glass Show, voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. All right, so Daniel, hold on one more second. And by the way, John Heffron, he says his show is voted number one by the Podcasters Association, but I don't know what Podcasters Association that he's talking about because this is the real deal. You're listening to The Todd Glass Show. It's freaking hilarious. Where Todd will misuse the word cliche every 20 minutes. Holy fuck. I don't, I don't, the only thing, and I will say, and I don't want to be disrespectful, you, you deal with the guy over at the jingle place. I think cursing's a little gratuitous. I told him not. I know. <laughs> I love how Chris right. just throws him under the bus. All right, go ahead. So, Daniel, what do you got for us? So, something happened this weekend. I woke up one day and I had thirty-four thousand Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I'm sorry. The Todd Glass Show. Flaunted if you got it. Yeah, well, you, will, you, you voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Now, we, now he's up. So North you, America or all of America? All of America. Uh, oh my God! Maybe, maybe he, John Heffron, meant South America. Maybe he did. That's maybe he meant, he meant South yes. Florida because um, I don't know what that was worth saying. Hold on. So the Todd Glass Show. It's okay. been an ongoing joke between which, me and Twitter, which, by the way, still persists. The fact that 40,000 people download the show every week, and, and I am goddamn hilarious and interesting and factual on it almost mm-hmm. every week. That, the, the, the fact that you know, not even 10% of people follow me on Twitter is mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. In fact, I thought it was weird when I had 1,200 followers. I think it's right that I should have 34,000 followers. That is the can world I, where I should live. Can I, inter- can I inter- Kino has 34,000 followers. That makes sense to me. Having said that, can I interject real quick? Yes, because I think you know. I know that you know. You're. you're I use this term a lot. Affectionately teasing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I think not everyone is on Twitter. That's the thing. Because if going by that, I had about when I started this podcast. Uh, I think I had probably had about fifty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Now I have sixty five thousand. So only and you've been on TV a bunch of times since then. Well, too. I'm saying only ten thousand. So if we have fifty thousand listeners and I get upset, shouldn't at least half. Fi- a lot of them don't – they're not even I know, on but Twitter. I'm also enjoy, in, enjoying doing the bit. I know. I know that. Years. But I'm also – you know, so yes. just for someone that's listening that says – you know there's someone going, I'm not on Twitter. Right, right. You know, now, now their voice has been heard. That's so, why I'm fucking here. So, so what happened was – so, I, of course, I woke up. God knows you don't give a shit. <laughs> 34,000 followers. You know, first thing I did is I called all my friends who are more famous than me and have less <laughs> followers than that. That's the first thing I did. Daniel, you texted me, and I was like, call Blake. I make him call Blake, and then he goes, oh, so, oh you don't even know no. this. I make him text Blake. I go, hey, did you hear how many followers Daniel had? And then he Daniel's back. He, he texts back, what the fuck? <laughs> right? And then I go, Chris, text him. Aren't you happy for him at all? Because I wanted to see. I wanted to rile him up. So then the reality begins to set in, you know. Mm-hmm. And Dan Levy texted me the funniest thing. He goes, what did you do, kill Dane Cook? <laughs> um so then the reality sets in. Okay, obviously this isn't real because I didn't see 34,000 people add me. I would have seen an influx. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was – and this is – I know this is a prank but a positive prank. Oh, it's the best prank. Whoever did this – Whoever if, did this, thank you. Thank From the you. bottom of my heart, it's the sweetest it's, thing. You're, see, Daniel, that's why I love you because I was thinking – I was hoping you didn't be like, why would you do that? No. I thought it was so the nice. sweetest thing yes. in the world too. Hey, but I, what if I don't somebody, know how much it cost you, but it was worth it. Believe me, you know, I, I was so happy. You know what suck? 
if somebody did it to be mean, and you know we're genuine right now, yeah. and they're like, well, get him, I'll just fall, and then when he finds out, and we're like, that was the sweetest thing, and they're like, mother of a fucking, <laughs> man, I'm a fucking shit, I'm a fucking, I'm a motherfucker, I spent 300 a bucket, I'm a Popeye, Popeye, right? me. Oh, yes. So, okay. whoever you are, if there, if there is a w- one person who did this, uh, you know, uh, let me know. John Mulaney asked me to. He had, John Mulaney asked me to mention his name in, in between one of your stories. So oh, he did. did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, John. But however, having said that, um, so now I know that. But so what happened was there's a company where they create massive numbers of not fake accounts, but they're they're called inactive accounts. They're not mm-hmm. spam accounts. They're not trying to sell anything. But these accounts are created just to buff up numbers. Like Lady Gaga has something forty million followers. Seventy percent of those are inactive and accounts. How can you find out if those are inactive so, accounts? So there's a website where you can put in someone's Twitter handle, and they'll give you a percentage of what's real, what isn't. Look, I, t- if they, if you, here's why getting caught doing that yourself. Like if if big performers do it, it looks sad. It looks sad. I don't want somebody to go to my Twitter and then they go, "Oh, Daniel here has twenty thirty four thousand followers," and then they put my Twitter handle into that website, mm-hmm. and it says ninety percent of it is bullshit. Well, it looks like I did it. Right. And that is sad only... and pathetic. Right. So if you oh, cannot on, you know do what? It. We can't do this anymore. Katie. Katie did it. Katie. No. <laughs> if, you could, if, if, if you could undo it, mm-hmm. um, you should. Only because, I, believe me, I enjoyed it. Oh, wait, we had they have to undo it? Or somebody. I don't know if, that, if it could be undone. I think you have to undo it. No, I can't do anything. Well, we'll look into it. So, well, f- just for the sake of you know uh, prosperity, posper- po- posterity, for the sake of posterity, I didn't do it. I wasn't the one at you know who created all those fake followers. So, in case that ever comes up, it wasn't me. I don't care that much. Well, listen, but Dan, I'm not far f- from it. Yeah, you only no. need how many more do you need to get there? To get where? To get the the number you have, the fake oh, number. To, to get, oh, to get it for real. Oh, I need thirty three. More That's thousand. Nothing. Can I tell you something, Daniel? I know a lot of times everyone on this show they think because I have so many followers, you think, yeah, Todd's so successful, he can't relate. But you know, I I, I know how you feel. You're like, oh, Todd's so successful, he can't. But no, no. The bit is, the bit is, and we're not. We're, we talked about this before I went on the air. Yeah, well, and then, we, okay. I, I said, I said, argue, and then you went, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're supposed I, and to then go. I thought you would point to someone, and then they would be. No, the no, opposite. but even in the beginning, it's all negative. It's like, no, we don't think that. You don't go, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, we didn't think oh. that. It's all negative. It's all contra- contradicting contra- what I'm saying. Let's try it again. Okay. It's okay. That's what we do on this. Show. No, no, you can read this. <laughs> The Todd Glass Show. Number two in the country. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Look what you made me do. Yeah, Voted number one. <laughs> okay. 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 I know you guys think that, you know, oh, I'm so successful that I can't relate oh, with you. Not but really. But yeah, I know how you feel. No, I wouldn't really say that. No, I don't think that whatsoever. Uh, but I mean, I know you feel like, you know. When did we well, say that? I thought about did that. Well, I mean, I think sometimes, let's put it this way. I think you guys feel like because I'm at a different level, probably that that you know. No, no, not we really. kind of just keep around and make fun of you. It's like a, the same level, yes. as but you know, it's not really a level to be respected or looked up to by Respect. I just love. I love if that bit sounds right. It's it's it's. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that bit down. Um, let's do. We have a weird. We have new sponsors, and I'm not crazy about it. But let's go to one right the now. The credit store, corner of Gus Young Avenue and North Austin Drive in Baton Rouge, is going out of business. Almost one million dollars worth of furniture, major plans, oh, wow. mattresses, and TVs will be liquidated. Credit cards and checks are accepted. K 
cash discounts are available. No reasonable offer will be refused. The credit store's going out of business sale is just about over. The credit store, corner of Gus Young Avenue, and North Foster Drive is going out of business. This is it. It's The Todd over. Glass Show. Always welcome a new sponsor. That's a real ad. I believe you. You asked me before about Jay Leno's old joke. Oh, yeah. You know, you, the listeners, either, even, either they remember the old ad or they have them always. There's well, always a new one. Crazy go, Eddie's going yeah, out of business. I'm, Put some echo in my mic. It was, he's like, Crazy Eddie. Crazy Eddie. He's going out of business. He's nuts. Crazy Eddie. He's giving everything away. He's crazy. These prices are insane. These prices are insane. He's selling it below cost. So Jay Leno used to say, yeah, what, what are we supposed to think? Yeah, here's a guy. He's mentally inst- He's not mentally sane. Honey, get your jacket. Let's get in the car and go down there and take advantage of him. <laughs> Obviously, the guy's selling things below cost. He's got a, a mental instability. What else would we so do great. but go down there and reap the benefits of a mentally insane person that happens to own a store? So great. So <laughs> I made great. it longer. All right, so listen. Everything's great. Um, I, have um, an, uh, I have another thing I want to bring up. You do? Yeah. So Hold on. Do you want to bring... Instead of me shushing people from now on, whenever I feel there's too much chaos in the studio, because I get it. It's like it's very hard on someone's ears, especially most people listen with headphones. So maybe we'll just play this. It's a long opening. So we'll have to do is get that ready for another show. We'll, uh, we'll edit out that whole opening. Or is there another one that gets to it quicker? So. Let me hear that one. Okay. Uh, no, we'll find one. So, Daniel, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Michael Jackson. He's dead. What? <laughs> oh, forget it then. What were you going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> now what about what I, I have to admit before we w- started the show and you mentioned Michael Jackson I'm like what you, there must well, because be because I thought of a joke and then after I, I I thought of this joke I thought well I don't know if I feel right I'll tell you the joke first but I'm sick and tired of people talking about how great Michael Jackson was what an amazing musician he was Jerry Sandusky was a pretty great defensive coordinator no one brings that up well that I, was the joke I think, now I, the reality of it do we know did Michael Jackson do it. Did he? Was he guilty? Was he? Well, I think, I think this is a safe way to talk about this. Out of all the people that are accused of doing something like that, let's say that are the, in the in the uh, in the entertainment business, mm-hmm. uh, there's probably some that are fake, some that are real. But when it is real, when it's legitimized, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's 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 just not right. It's not right to go. It's like I used to say. Like, but do we well, know? Is it has it been legitimized? Some people say. I know there's people all over the place with it. Some people say he probably didn't do anything. Some people say he did. You know, again, this is one of those things. As much as everything I've heard has been in the media, for me to not be able to really. And I know someone that has done all the research. Mm-hmm. There might be someone listening going, "Oh my God, does Todd really think it's, it's debatable whether he did or not?" I'm just saying I would have to. You know, do some reasonable research, even if that research in one fleeting moment go, okay, I took 20 seconds and I found out from this and that. But I think I know what I'm saying. That Yeah, if, if it is legitimate, you're right. It, it, you know, hey, it's still discrepancy some people feel about, you know, uh, Sandusky or, or the higher guy. Michael Jackson? Paterno, Joe oh, Paterno. Joe Paterno. What's going on? Wait. 
Oh, okay, okay. Joe Paterno. Um, well, no, Joe Paterno. That's to, to, you know, we we closed that chapter. I mean, that's in right. the, you know that it, it is what it is. Yeah, you're saying you're, the reason it's still relevant is because you know does it not wipe out you know if if he did that? Yeah, like it, if like say he did that. Well, we'll never know now, or at least we won't we won't for a long time. But say he did that, it's. It's it's sick that people are still idolizing him, and uh, like not not just fans. That's whatever. But like people in the industry, people are making documentaries about him. People are talking about him. People from you know still discussing him well, with that, any sort you know, of relevant. I even like uh, relevance. You, I even like that you broke it down the way you did because you're like as far as the fans go. Okay, you don't hold everyone in high regard. Some yeah, people you like but, the music. But it, at one point, can you say how about those people, the people that are doing documentaries? Can we stop building him up? Well, you, if you here's what you do. If you just break it down to a simpler, like clean it up, like make it not Michael Jackson, make it it's your a neighbor, mm-hmm. and he did a lot of great things, and then they found out that yes, at one point it negates it. How you deal with it, I don't know. I admit there's hold, hold on. Yeah. I admit there's this weird area when you're when you're when you're telling the story of him on the music, you know, on the on, on behind the music. How do you do? You just not acknowledge him ever again. Uh, that's the that's the how do you deal with that? I'm not saying there isn't a way to deal with it other than the way they're dealing with it, but how do you deal with it now? Does that do you understand <laughs> yes, the question? Yeah, yes. And and uh, by the way, I don't know that he was guilty of anything. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not defending him, but I don't know. Like he was tried several times. He wasn't convicted. Um, yeah. By the way, that's not the research I would do to find out if no, I don't no, know I what know, research know. you can do. I, it's at least it's food for thought, and I I usually go on for things much longer than this, but I realize it's. Yeah, it's it is like what do you? Because you know? I mean, we know he was weird. We know that he was kind of in this uh, state of arrested development, probably from mm-hmm. his childhood. He never really became yeah. an adult. He never really matured in any sort of emotional right. way that you're supposed to. So he probably had an affinity for kids, but it could have been a just like a, an affinity for kids that you have when you're a kid and you wanna sleep with people your age. And he might have thought of himself, you know, for the long for a long time. I thought of myself as an 18 year old. Even when I was 25, 26, 27, I related because I started comedy when I was 18. I went on the road. I started drinking, smoking pot, and I kind of became, a, you know, it stopped in that area, in, the, in that age group. So I, that probably happened to Michael Jackson. But did he molest children? I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess nobody does. I mean, I, yeah, but, but I think the question is that's why I kept it cleaner if it is true because we have known people. This is why it's a cleaner conversation this way. Okay, we, whether that's true or not, we don't know. Some people are – I know listening. Mm-hmm. I get it. I always think of the person listening going, oh, really? They, there's Todd's being that fucking safe. Yeah. I just think it's easier to go to the people – like, Whether yeah. it's Jerry Lee Lewis or any of those people in the past that have had these reputations or, or some people would say um, the, the – uh, I can't – Woody Allen. Yeah. Now, you know, so what, what – it, yeah, it, 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 look, no matter what, it's like, yeah, what the fuck do you do? Like, when do you go now? You, you, we don't – you know, what do you do? I don't know. You know? I don't know. When they get when they get to the point, you know, what do they do with in baseball or football when somebody gets caught doing something like, you know, uh, like with Pete Rose? You know, uh, they you, banned him from baseball forever. And people, people, like Pete Rose, that's a great example. First of all, Pete Rose. I know, by the way, there's always hold on, bad. hold on, hold on. There's a big difference, obviously, between child molestation. Yeah, we're, and, we're just but talking we're ta- about doing something wrong. Doing something wrong, even at even at the much lower level of gambling against your team. That's what you No, mean. he Pete, that was the fucking crazy thing. Pete Rose always bet on his team to win. 
Okay, but even but still, but then, you're not supposed to bet. Okay, so still then, let's it's it's the it's the lesser of the two bad things. Yeah. So even then, people know they're not they're not taking away people's. And by the way, this is me speaking, and like I say a lot on the show, willing to read emails, educate myself. I think that calms people when I'm going the wrong direction with something. To know, I might read your email and go, no, I still feel the way I do. I might go, oh, that sheds so much light on it. That's I don't want to be one of those. Guys that has you know a podcast or a radio show and never can go. I made a big mistake. And, and by the way, it 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 it's, it makes it look more legitimate when you own your opinion and you stick with it. And when once in a while you're able to say that you know I was going the wrong way with that. But with Pete Rose, it's not like they're trying to erase out of people's memory what a baseball player he was. That that will but that will the, always he's never going in the Hall of Fame, right? And, may, and and isn't that legitimate? I don't know. I don't know. Like you know the Shoeless Joe Jackson story. No. Where the, the Chicago, I think it was the Black Sox, right, he played for? That's uh, funny. i got to stop you there because even me not being into sports. Now, remember, to keep this clean, and by the way, I think it was factual that he bet on baseball, right? Yes, and he and, bet on his team to win. And again, willing to learn why maybe my opinion is wrong. That's, to me, funny with the information I have that you're not positive. He bet they're not supposed to bet on the fucking game. No, I'm positive. That's oh, you wrong. S- oh, so I said, is it fair that he didn't get into the Baseball Hall of Fame? And you said you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, let, let, me, let me give you the Shoeless Joe Jackson example. I don't know the year. I'm sure people listening, if I, if I, you know, if, if, we were, if I had my computer in front of me, I would look it up. Um, early, I think it was like nine, you know, 1920s or something like that. It was early on. Uh, the entire team got suspended for taking bribes, for throwing a game. Right? I think it was a World Series game. Um, several players on the team admitted to taking bribes. Hey, what are you doing over there, Chris? Why are you playing music like that in the background? We're having a serious conversation. Hold on, come here. Why are you playing music in the background when me and Daniel are obviously having a serious conversation? You know what the thing is? Okay. The, this music kind of works because we're talking about yeah, 1920s. So it, okay. it's a, All right, fade that out. I told Chris off the air, but it's okay. He forgot when I said I'm going to butcher this, but here's okay. the basic fact of the story. Okay. Several players admitted taking money from, from gangsters to throw the game. Mm-hmm. Shoeless Joe Jackson never did, but he, they still said he was part of that team. But he had the best game of his life during you know, that game. Was the, like he had the best game of his life. But he's, he got thrown out of baseball. Now, was that right? Did he bet on it? I, he never admitted to it. Here's why I don't like that example. We have an ironclad thing when we're talking about Pete Rose. But by the way, I'm not sorry you did it. That's what we do on the show. Damn. So I'm not, I'm not saying how, you know. But it, it, an ironclad with Pete Rose that he did bet. Yeah. And then your example is one where there's gray areas that i yeah, got to ask 10 right. questions. You, got, you guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah, so Pete Rose. He bet on baseball, yes. You, know, you can say I want to think about it. But again, Pete Rose absolutely bet on baseball. And, and, um, and by the way, if he did bet on it, let's, let's go to the – you understand my point mm-hmm. with that. But let's go back to Shoeless uh, – Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. If he bet on it, if he, did, if, if he was part of that he would have reaped the benefits by that mm-hmm. – but he still had the best game of his life. Mm-hmm. I would still still that's wrong. He could have the best game of his life, and if the game, if, he could have a good, great game, and you still lose. But you were great in the game. I think so, they did lose. 
So, so if they, he still reaped the benefits of it. It's right. almost like a dick to everyone else. Hey, you threw the game. You went out there and looked like a big shot. We were all missing balls to, to try to make money. <laughs> and you go out there and you fucking you play it up, you motherfucker. Imagine right. them look if that's true. If uh, that's that true. That wasn't a clean example then. But the Pete Rose, go, for what it's worth, go back to it. I don't know. Like for, for me, and look, I know that someone could explain it to me ethically why it's wrong. And I get it. I'm smart enough to know that even though I'm not there yet, I know that I could get there easily. But just it, to me, it's funny to at least talk about he always bet on himself to win. But, we but, know that. But, but that's it's a been slippery. Documented. Even me, it's funny not knowing enough a lot about sports. And again, I'm going to say it one more time that I'm not going to say it again. I will read some emails if people educate me on this. But even me knowing as little as I do, I can see it's like here's what they're basically saying. Do me a favor. Don't bet on the games. Don't. Uh, can we bet? How about if we bet? But if we only bet. Like Pete Rose, what yeah. did he? He bet that he, he, bet, would, he bet that he would win. He bet that he win. They go, <laughs> okay. Listen, don't fucking bet at all. Can you do that for us? Forget about all the other rules you might not agree with. This one rule. That's what they're. If right. that rule had a voice, it would go. It just gets messy. And someone goes, no, it won't. It won't get messy. Well, what are you saying? I'm saying that if we bet, even if we bet on our team, which we're not supposed to bet, and they get caught. I still think you should end up in the Hall of Fame. Well, that's not the way they did it, and I sort of get it. Do you want to it's talk like, about Lance Armstrong while we're here? Well, I don't. You know, I don't. Again, we keep going back to the if, if he if he was taking steroids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I think what happens is we're not stripping. Yeah, if he if he's on steroids, I think he should have defended himself if he yeah, was innocent. Isn't that weird that, that that he just said I'll never talk about this again. It's over. And well, that is that an admission of guilt? You think? Well, I'm sure there's, again, being clean with the way I talk, I bet there's been cases in the past where someone said, I just don't want to talk about it, and we're not guilty. I get it. There has to be. There has to be a situation where that happened. But in this situation, I don't fucking know. I doubt. I don't, I, I don't lean that way. I lean that way. Fight. Mm-hmm. Fight to your very end. And he's such a fighter. He's been a fighter his whole life. That's how right. Why, admirable about him. So you gave up the one fight. That you should have never given up. Mm-hmm. So even if he's innocent, I have to say even if he's innocent, because you know, uh, I, if you were a close friend, you'd go, "This is the fight you gave up on." Mm-hmm. Jeez, I think you owe it. It's a little odd, but but again, if he is if he is guilty of doing it, then yeah, then you fucking. What, what do you feel about that? If he was taking steroids, do you think that's okay? No, no, no. Of course I don't. Some no. people go, oh, they're all taking them. I like when people cloudy up an argument with just bullshit. Like, uh, to me, it's not clouding it up if you disagree, but it's a clean thought. When people go, oh, they're all doing it. Well, that doesn't – that's your argument? That means we're all speeding. But, you know, some of us get caught and some of us don't. Right. Right. I think – You, you know, know, we're all stealing from hotels. <laughs> what if I start? <laughs> we're all stealing blankets from hotels, filthy blankets. Oh, by the way, Daniel likes blankets with shit on them. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel Kino. I'm you have a blanket and a dog that likes to shit a lot. No, you're, you're do your commercial for a hotel. The reason your prices are cheaper because we give you dirty blankets. Hello, Make I'm Tombo Debt for Motel Seven. Oh, of course, you are all familiar with my chain of Motel Six motels, where we keep the light on for you and keep clean the beds and make fresh coffee. Well, we're introducing a new line of motels, Motel Seven. The lights don't work. There's no coffee, and all the blankets smell like shit. And it's $7 cheaper. <laughs> I'm Tumbo Debt. Go fuck yourself. Who used to say, we'll keep a light on for you? They used to go, a comedian used to say, how about you don't keep the light on? I don't want anyone to see me pulling in here. <laughs> <laughs> Forget who it was. Who it is, you, you know who you are. Um, we have to go. Oh, what, what, we're doing good. 
Oh my God, the time just flies. Can we flies. take a real break? How about if we go to a... Well, no, I like to... Uh, yeah, we will... Um, how about if we do this? This Who sent this in? Do you know? We'll find out after the break, but we'll take a break. Some listener sent this. They go, you think, I think this is up. This, I love that this person, they're right. They knew I would love this song. So we'll take a break. And Can I we'll say be- something that's really bothering me now? What did I do? No, not, nothing you didn't. Something I did. I hate bringing something into the conversation and not knowing all the facts. So by the time you hear this, uh, you probably will have heard a message. I'm going to leave you a message tomorrow. With all the Shoeless Joe Jackson facts. The year, okay. what happened, okay. and can you play it yes, before I will, the show? I will play it before the show. So God knows yeah, that, that's bothering what, me. God knows that's what I do. Yeah, okay. After I do the show, I go home, and I sit in my house, and I just think, okay, what, did I, what could I clean up? What could I say better? What could yeah. I – but uh, I think the fact that we're not one of those shows – you know, I always listen to any talk show where the person never comes on. And I get it. You could go, it's a style – and uh, growing up, I'm, I'm talking about in 30 years of doing listening to talk radio, anybody that can't come on, not always. Sometimes you say something, fucking own it. You don't have to back down just because people send you emails. Mm-hmm. But if you're not sometimes, if you're not, not backing down, edu- someone educating you to that you said something wrong, that's not backing down. Right. I'll, believe me, I'll stand, I'll stand up and be like, no, that's the way I fucking feel. But I want it to be legitimate. So even, by the way, it doesn't always have to be something social or political. It can be a stupid thing like this we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But to be able to come on and go, hey, I made a mistake. I educated myself with that. If no one ever does that, I can't fucking listen to them anymore. Right. And even when I was 19 listening to talk radio in Philadelphia, I went, wait, I've been listening to them for five years. That's why I said maybe I'd never make a good talk radio show in the, ma- in the masses because the phone board would light up. By the time I was done prefacing, everybody would hang up the phone because I'd be like, I'm not talking to everybody, and I know some people agree. The producer would be like, shut the fuck up. Say everybody in that category stupid. That way the phones light up. You know, people are at home. Oh, well, he just oh, said. he just corrected he himself. He just corrected honey. himself. No, I'm not angry anymore. Yeah, he yeah. totally corrected himself. So anyway, uh, this person sent this song in, and we'll use it to take a break. Let's just listen to it for a little bit before we all. name's like Al, but I can't remember. You well, remember? we'll get her name okay. when we take a break. And when we come back, we'll credit her. Because she was right on the money that we would he. like. He. Oh, I'm sorry. He was right on the money um, that we would like this song. So we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Oh, that's right, that's right, I'm sad and blue Because I can't do the boogaloo I'm lost, I'm lost, can't do my thing And that's why I sing Gimme, gimme that thing You're picturing us dancing around Oh, look at sensitive One more time, mama Can I tell you what I love about sensitive Amongst many things? Sensitive, sensitive is here today. By the way, I'll keep that music in the background. He always, when we have parties and we do silly dance, he lets himself be comfortable. I, I just wish there was video of him dancing right now. It's, it's precious. It's him. Hold on, bring it up again. Let me watch him. You know what, sensitive? You're a good soul. <laughs> he is. He's a good he soul. It's why I don't like when people yell at him. I listen to the podcast. No, now, now uh, jokingly, I don't mind. But if anyone's ever mean to you seriously, you tell me. How could There's they be mean? I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, start the clock again. Who 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 sent the song in? Uh, Al. It was Al. 
Olison. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Hey, when you send your names in, if you well, I don't want them to send them in. And what do you call it uh, when they break down the phonetics? Way? Phonetics, because then you might your phonetics might be different. Like uh, what's the the when we were reading when we had a graduation ceremony for all the nice emails. This was the one that we hit. What's her name? Say it. Uh, her name is Srinivasan. Say to Roman, and that was the one that I skipped over yeah. because I couldn't read it. And she's had a feeling. So Can I you apologize. imagine s- sitting home and you're listening to the show, and they go that we skipped over this one? And she went, I think it might be me. So she re-emailed me. I'm like, yeah, it was. But and and Josh, what? How do you say Josh's last uh, name? We've been saying Josh Trey, but apparently it's Josh Try. Which, well, it is spelled T R Y. No, I, no, no, I, no. That's <laughs> I spelled it. Oh, okay, he knew. Oh, so anyway, Josh, you got your name mentioned more than anybody else in the history of this show. So if we never get to your bit, you know what? We still love you. Um, okay, give me give me a second, and then we had something happen when we were off the podcast, which we will talk about. Bring bring that music back up. Can you bring it up again? Bring it. That's right. That's right. I'm sad and blue because I can do the boogaloo. I'm lost. I'm lost. Can't do my thing. Can you do me a favor? Can you keep that song ready? And every time I, I uh, hold on, uh, I'll, I'll do it. This is the song. It means that song. Every time I point to that. Okay. Okay. So, the business card thing. Uh, his name is. What is his name? What's going on? Everybody's moving. I get nervous. His name is- he asked about the business card thing. So let's make this quick. He goes, can I really not have a business card? I'm a newer comedian. That's a good question because it's like, are we – look, George Carlin said no. No. Especially with cell phones. Here's what's going to happen. You had one person. He had someone come up after the show and say, we thought you were funny. Give him your phone number. Email. You, Give him your email. Oh, and by the way, if somebody put up a real argument to this, we'd go, no, no, get a business card then. If you're asking us – it seems like because if you, you, this is not something I'm going to fight for, you know, it's like, no, get a business card. But if you're really asking us, and I think he is, I'm not implying mm-hmm. that he's, you can't explain it. Like, why did George Carlin say, don't get a business card? That was before cell phones, he said that. Now with cell phones, if somebody, you're, I work with comedians on the road sometimes, and sometimes you, you know, you just, you know, some, hey, by the way, sometimes I have, <coughs> I have a, bless you, I have really fun. You know, I heard someone say that it's more polite. To ignore the sneeze? Who said that? I don't remember. Your 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 mm-hmm. na- your neighbor. My, my grandfather was an asshole. Yeah. Uh, no, it's but but no. doesn't that make sense? Because it's an involuntary reaction that you know something happened, and by saying "bless you," you're drawing attention to them and and to what what just happened. You know, during a podcast, you might be right, or a radio show, or whatever. Or no, I'm talking about in general. In regular. Mm-hmm. I know it's just inbred in you. Mm-hmm. You know why you really say it? Because supposedly. supposedly Mm-hmm. When you sneeze, your heart skips a beat, and oh, that's really? you're saying you know you're saying God bless you. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard. So the business card, George Carlin, bless you. Yeah, George Carlin, <laughs> bless you. The business card. If somebody thinks, if somebody really wanted your number after the show, then you give them your phone number and they put it in their phone. If they don't have a phone, then you don't want them fucking do a show for them. No. Unless he's just trying to get a free lunch at Applebee's, then yes, Wait, by all means, because you know they it. put it. There's a bowl. Oh, the business card. Then the put your card. you put your Please, phone in. Yes, there. yeah. Just write it on a piece of paper. <laughs> okay, so we got that out of the way. Um, this is a, from Sweden. I've always wanted to like take cards out of there because I I always look through them, but I've never. I always thought it was too mean to actually call them up and go, "You've won. Come on down. Come on down to Applebee's." Now, do you have a card? Yeah, I was just going to give you guys my business card. Quick. <laughs> what, is it, what does it say in your cards? I, I don't want to. Oh, by the out. way, by the way. Just for what it's worth. Hold on. Hold on. Don't give everyone cards. I don't have any more. Okay. Here. Give me that. Give me that. Can I, I just have a card? It's going to make me crazy. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I think there's some gray areas. 
uh, with business cards with what Andrew does. You know, I, maybe that's not. No, we're talking about comedians. You were talking about comedians. <laughs> I'm a comedian. Come what on, are you doing? Daniel. I used to make fake business cards and okay. put them in the free lunch things. Oh, with, you like, did? Fake professions. <gasps> that's funny. Yeah, like I would put like um, Bubblicious Bubble Tester, uh, Nicholas Cage enthusiast. That was my favorite. <laughs> what do you do? You write that on a piece of paper? No, I would make no. legit. You can like print them out at home. It's super cheap. Mm. How about? I had a whole bunch. How about go for, put? You fucked that shit. All right, listen. So this person here, what's his name? Michael. What's his last name? Michael Sanchez. Mich- Michelle Sanchez. Is it? Well, we don't know. We talked about this last week. I mean, it could be Michelle or Michael. It's M I C H E L. So it's kind of a great. Well, he's area. from Sweden, and I got to be nice to these. We're, we're that, that bit has been. I don't know why. Sometimes we just don't. Hey, Daniel had a bit. Keep this in mind when you send me in a bit, and I go, "Oh, that's really funny." Daniel had that bit. Uh, toll booth. Took us literally nine months. No, yeah. not nine months. Uh, we yeah. wrote that before the first episode. And then we, a year later, we finally got to it. Uh-huh. Sometimes, it, whatever the reason is, if I say it's funny, I'm always honest with people when I email them back, and we just don't get to it. But Michael, come on, Michelle, Michael. Uh, so anyway, there we go. There's that. And uh, so hold on, hold on. Um, Sweden, what a great country, though. Yeah, I like having listeners there. That's mm-hmm. why we wrote that... Uh, you know, that's what that we have a lot of people that listen to the show in other countries. And, uh, you know, and, so it's a good uh, thing. And you have a Swedish car. I do. I have a Volvo. I bought a, a used Todd Volvo. Glass Show, the number one podcast listened to in other countries by people who are smarter and hipper than us. So it must be a better podcast. Why did I say used? <laughs> It's so funny. You saw the look on my face. No one I had s- to know you but a used Volvo, Todd. I saw. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I saw the look. As soon as I get used, Daniel scrunched up his face. And while the jingle was playing, I went, he's going to go. Why did you say you? I don't know. I bought it from next door. And I wanted a cross-country station wagon, a navy blue one, for a long time. And I, well, because I it's think. It's a cool-looking car. I think the reason I'm saying I bought it used because so, cause it's a 10-year-old car. But it, it looks like it's brand new. It's like in mint shape. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I know now why I lease a new car because mm-hmm. it's already starting to nickel and dime. It's like – I don't – look, I get it. And I'm not loaded. The car I leased was a Prius before this. And I, in January, I probably will lease another Prius. But if, I always tell people, even when comedians are moving out here and they don't have a lot of money, I ask – you know, I try to help them. I try to help comedians or anybody, an actor that's moving out from Philadelphia or someone I talk to on the road. Usually it's comics. Not make mistakes that I made or, you know, and I always say, if you have the money to do a low end lease, mm-hmm. don't if, if you don't, I get it. You, you know, a lot of my friends have you have an older car. There's no payment anymore. Sometimes people luck out. You have a car. It's got one hundred and fifty thousand miles. Doesn't give you any trouble. You don't have any stupid payment, which is great. But sometimes that doesn't happen. And I always say, if you have the money to get a low end lease, like really low end lease and the car won't be your trouble of the day. Sometimes it's worth it. Was it Woody Allen who said 90% of this business is showing up? And, well, he must have forgot some other stuff he does, too. Yes, like writing and, brilliant screenplays. No, and, uh, you know, never mind. All right, so when we, when we took a break, well, we, have, we have so much to get to today. And, and not only is it so much to get to, it's stuff I want to get to. And, you know... Um, we're going to start a bit right now before we continue the show. On the Home Shoppers Network, there was this thing where they said they're going to uh, – if you tell 10 friends mm-hmm. to – about the rotisserie chicken that 
We'll give you this one for half price. Mm-hmm. I go, they're not calling anybody. Mm-hmm. Imagine them, they're going to call up the phone one day. So, Daniel, play the guy, and we'll just okay. keep escalating it through the rest of the show. So, call up. Put, give me any phone noise in the background. You know the way I feel about that. I'm, I'm at the company. I'm calling people out, you know, that haven't, mm-hmm. that we don't know, because they got half price, but we don't know if they're telling people. Hello? 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 Yeah, I'm calling from uh, Rotisserie Chicken, the, the Brown Popeil Rotisserie Chicken. Oh, oh, hi. hi. Yeah, did you get your uh, rotisserie chicken uh, in the mail? Yeah, yeah, it came in last week. Uh, we've it. been using it. Yeah, it's great. Okay, it's great. Hold on. Who did you tell about it? Did you tell, uh, well, I think it's actually five people, so we'll make it five. Did you uh, tell five people about it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, did. of course. You did. Who, uh, who did you tell? Do you mind? Because I want to check through my list here to see if they bought one. <laughs> um, just some people at the office. You know, I, t- I told, uh... Can you give me a name? Greg, I told Greg. Greg, it's the what's office. his last name? Uh, Greg Johnson. All right, let me uh, see um, here. I'm going to put you on a two-way call. No, no, forget to do the real one. Oh. <laughs> Thanks a lot for trying to help me, but I prefer the real. Wait, are you calling him right now? Yes. You know what? He's got kids. He's got a newborn, so he's probably asleep. Greg Johnson. Oh. Hey, hello, Greg. I'm calling from Rotisserie Chicken. Did your friend and Daniel cut his uh, microphone off? How'd you know my name? This is the people because he bought my rotisserie. Yeah, let's stop this bit here because I think I think it can all go great. So when when I call you, Greg, you you he never heard of it. You you don't know. He never told you anything, and then you you I'll, try to tell him along. you did or whatever. So here's the way it goes. Okay, so let's go back to the bit. So you told your friend Greg about it, huh? Uh, did you tell yeah, him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Because yeah, you know you got the rotisserie chicken thing for half price. I did. Yes, that was okay, very now, nice. Okay, now I'm just trying. I'm going to go back to my accent here, so there's some believability in this bit. <laughs> so I'm just trying to find who you called. So you told Greg. Greg, what's his last name? Greg Johnson. I told Greg Johnson. He sits in the cubicle next to me okay. at the office. Well, I've already got his number ahead of me. I googled it. You live in Florida, right? Yes. I'll call him up here. Let's see if you, you know. I don't think it. he's going to answer because he's got a. Well, why don't you fucking let me Greg decide that? Johnson. Hey, Greg. How you doing? It's a uh, guy over here from the rotisserie chicken. Did you? Did you? Uh, did your friend Daniel Kino tell you about the rotisserie chicken maker? Uh, yes, I did. Right. Hold I on. Did. Let him. Hold I'm on. Sorry. Hold on. Let him fucking answer. Did he tell you about it? Tell me about what exactly? Uh, I think that says everything. Uh, Greg, don't you remember? Hello, Greg. Hey, it's Daniel. Don't you remember? Yeah, like uh, Monday, I told you. Hey, listen up. Hold on. Sorry, Cut Daniel. Greg. I'm talking to my people in mind. Cut uh, the Greg's mic off. His phone. Uh, you mean hang bit. up on him? This bit is. <laughs> hang up on him. Now I'm just talking to you, Daniel. Yeah. You better start. I know what you're fucking doing. Between me and you, you didn't tell shit. Now, do you want to pay the other fifty-eight dollars? No, 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 no. Okay, I, I already okay, told five. I, I told like you seven. You didn't tell nobody. Give me one person you called. We'll we'll turn the we'll we'll we we'll, won't let people hear it. Well, wait, we're not we're not on the air. <laughs> oh God, this, this is exhausting me. Well, well, why don't go, I play the guy from the chicken on. rotisserie? Maybe company. for the from now on you should. So here's what basically happens. He goes, "I'm going to call you back in a half an hour, or t- I'm going to call you back next week." Uh huh. And you better have somebody you told. Hi. Bye. Okay, Honey, bit. pack your shit. We're moving. <laughs> that bit was exhausting. It didn't have to be. It didn't have to be. But you know what? That's what we do. We're going to do it again in 15 minutes or whatever, and then that, it's going to run smoother. But this guy's basically he's going to start harassing you. You know, the, imagine this. You're at your house. Mm-hmm. The day later, you think, you know, you tell people, they called me from the Ron Popeil's thing. I, they told me to tell five friends. I didn't think they asked anybody. You know, I didn't think they were going to check up on me. Hello? Hello? Is Daniel there? Uh, who answered the phone? I don't understand. Oh, you did. 
<laughs> this, is, this is exhausting. Okay, hold on. Okay, so when we took a break, <laughs> when uh, we took like, a, yeah, an interesting discussion broke out off the air. Okay, it it lends itself back to what we were originally talking about. About there's certain things I do. Like if somebody came over my house and um, you know broke something and didn't tell me, that's not me being crazy. That's just some. That's that they're legitimate things. Like in the podcast, if somebody. During the show, picks up their phone and makes a call. Mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty for saying, you can't make a call. That's something most people would hear and go, of course you can't make a mm-hmm. call. And I'm re- re- rephrasing what happened before. And then there's other things. I, I think it's kind of the people around here to know me so well that they're, they're, they're like, okay, we know Todd like this. That's a favor they're doing me. It's not a legitimate request. Mm-hmm. So that's – and then that sort of breaks off into this conversation. When Chris was – I don't like when people brush their teeth – in front of me, like when they come out of the bathroom and they're br- now. Do I do it when I'm home alone? Do I sometimes leave the bathroom? Yeah, I do. You're, you're just, you got to go into the kitchen. You you start the hot water in the microwave. But I don't like when people brush their teeth in front of me when there's you know all that stuff slurping around mm-hmm. inside, like slurping and slurping and mm-hmm. moving and toothpaste. The saliva is building and slurping. Now, would I tell somebody? It's not. Would I say if someone didn't mind it, you're crazy? No, I get it because there's things I do that don't make sense. Um, and I should, and so, so, but so I, so with this one, he's talking about. Chris came over my house the other day. Now, besides not liking people slurping their, brushing their teeth in front of me, what I also don't like is when they do it and they come into the living room and go, oh, oh, I know you don't like this. No, no, I, I don't, I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make it any better that you're telling me I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Don't come into the living room brushing your teeth, slurping around. I get First it. time someone does it, I'm always like, oh, I make it about me. I go, because I know some people don't mind it. It's not like or flossing in front of you. Right? Don't that floss in front of me. Don't brush your teeth. But I'm also very kind about it. I'm like, could you do me a favor? And that one, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too fair. But I, I get it that there's a lot of people that don't mind it. And I don't think that's crazy because I'll give you an example. Now, this might of something I do. That's the, you know, that's why I don't want to get too much on a, how could you brush your teeth in the living room? I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Some people do, and it doesn't bother them. If I, I, if I have to mop something in my kitchen, now you see me, I have a big industrial sink. Mm-hmm. I will rinse the sink and I will rinse the mop in the sink. I will rinse the mop in the sink. Now I get that's gross. Now I do Clorox. So why when is I'm that done, gross? Well, 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 here's why. It's well, funny I'll, the lines we draw with dirt. Oh, dirt that's from the plate from the food I cook, that's fine, but dirt from the floor. Well, Daniel, I got to agree that I, I'm even, I do it, and I'm, and I'm being hard on myself. I could see someone coming over my house, even though that doesn't bother me, and then I, I do take a little bit of Clorox I have under the sink, if I'm using the sink, and then I pour Clorox all over. But I get it. It's still, okay. it's still it is, well, I think there's a difference between, pla- it's, it's very weird here that I'm being this hard on myself. You're defending me, but I, I think there's a big difference between food from your plate and wiping up shit and Every piece, every germ that's scraped in from the house. But you like shit on your hotel blankets. <laughs> so you no, know, I like I'm I'm really coming off as a fucking slob on this show. Well, no, and you're defending me. But what I'm saying is, so so with that in mind, if if there is no rhyme or reason to to sometimes with cleanliness issues, sometimes it's like as clean as I am, I do that. So when when Chris was over my house the other day, he didn't know where to brush his teeth, and he brushed it in the kitchen sink. And then I went in, and I can smell that toothpaste mixed with bad breath. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you did do that, right? I just didn't know my breath was that bad mixed with the toothpaste. <laughs> no, no, smell. you know what I mean. It's not. Well, it's not a minty smell of clean mint that's in a in a in a in a drink you would get. No, I understand. Someone's got to tell him. Um, well, how much is Mikey shitting today? Jeez, <laughs> in and out of that bathroom like a motherfucker. Um, so, uh, so he he spit in the kitchen sink. Now, again, I, I don't want to make it like. How dare you? I was more like, oh, I'm sorry, it's more my thing. But then I smelled it. Now, what do you think if someone's over your house? Would you mind if they went into the kitchen and brushed their teeth into the sink, kitchen sink? Um, 
would I mind it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would mind it, but I don't. I don't think they're. You know, I would not maybe like it, but I don't. You know, like I said, like I, I don't see anything really wrong if you well, want to no. if you want to take the the water from washing the floor and toss it in there and then just rinse the sink. That I'm I'm okay yeah. with that. Well, then I reacted the right way. Yeah, if I saw him, it's not like I have. An, it's like I'm going to think of a horrible example. If I saw him, uh, you know, you know, shitting in the sink, it's not like we go. Oh, everybody does different things. Then I would be like, that's gross. I didn't talk to him that way. I went. I made it more. It's my thing. I didn't think that was the grossest thing in the world. I even told him just to make him feel better. I said, by the way, I rinsed the mop in there, so I know if, if I was hard on him, then he could see me rinsing the mop in there a month later and go, you, you, uh, you won't let me. So I made it more like it's my thing. But I do. I don't like the smell. I will be honest. It drives me crazy. There's still a decency that you can tell people if they're over you have your a, house. You have, you have a thing about about toothpaste smell and and mouthwash smell. Like you've you've mentioned this through the course of our friendship several times, where yeah. you don't like the smell of mouthwash, not just how it smells, but like when someone uses it and then shows up. When somebody uses it, and I think I'm being honest with you, I don't think anybody likes it. Some people are probably more sensitive than other people. If, if there's a mint you can smell in somebody's breath that smells good, and there's a mint that you can smell in somebody's breath that smells like they tried to. You know, they, they, they tried to, you know, maybe they chewed a piece of mint gum with bad breath. It's not going to cut it. To me, like dentine doesn't cut bad breath. There's certain gum, like spearmint, can maybe, if you have damp breath, cut it. To me, dentine, cinnamon dentine always smells like damp breath with, with subtle mint dentine in it. It smells like bluk. So I think after you brush your teeth and you floss and you gargle, I've made the mistake too. And someone has told me, like, I will just rinse my mouth. To be honest with you, maybe one rinse. You got to do five rinses. You got to rinse that out of your mouth. One gargle, Let spit me ask it you out. A question. Take a After second you rinse, gargle. right? When you rinse before you go to sleep, mm-hmm. you'll rinse it out. You spit it out. Do By you, the way, do I you should... then put a little bit of water in it and then rinse it out and and spit it out as well, or do you or you done? After I what? Like after the mouthwash, mm-hmm. do you then also rinse your mouth with a little bit of water to take that sting out? If I'm going to bed, uh-huh. maybe I'll be a little lazier with it. And by the way, you want to hear something? No, 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 forget the smell for other people. You know, it stings a little when you use Listerine. I'll do one, I'll do one mouthful of water before I go to bed. No, someone told me once that that kind of uh, negates what you just did with the Listerine. Like you, you, have all, you cleaned it out and you have all this quote-unquote medicine in your mouth, cleaning your mouth, and then you put water in it and then all of a sudden it's – it almost wipes that clean. I'm all right with that. That doesn't – I mean, I just do it. I, by the way, I should tell you so you know I'm never getting on too high on a pedestal. I, 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 one of my bad habits is I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed. Oh, you don't? 50% of the time – okay, I'm lying. I'm fucking advertly lying. Just be honest. 90% of the time, maybe 95 – no, 90% of the time I don't brush my teeth before I go to bed. And I'm trying to change it because – oh, here, here's how I should say it. In the last year, I'm much better at it. Because, I, you know, after getting so many cavities as a full-grown adult, I, I was a bad habit. I didn't brush my teeth. This is so – I don't say this that often anymore on this show because I get it. This is – I want to n- knife myself to no, death over it's this interesting. conversation. I think it's interesting. Let me ask you this. Oh. Say your dog – your dog peed on – Oh, my God. The – right, Podcast sorry. police. Yeah, they, <laughs> I went to say that. All right, listen. What, what are, Wait, I have a question. I have a hypothetical question. Okay, go ahead. Okay, say your dog peed, if Shoeless Joe Jackson peed on a on a cushion of some sort or whatever, peed on an article of clothing. Do you wash that article of clothing separate from the rest of your dirty laundry, or will you throw it in there with everything else? Good question. When thank I, you. When I, thank you. When I was younger, uh-huh. 
no. I would just – I jammed everything in there together. I didn't get it. Now, as a full-grown adult, yes, I will. I will even wash I, – I can't throw rags. Like if there's a rag that's really been – you know, I've been mm-hmm. put, scraping the barbecue with it. No, I don't throw that in with towels that I'm cleaning. Okay. Only because, to be honest, you feel a difference and you, you see it. When you smell – you know what it is? Like when you go over – you know when you – here's how much clean sheets and all that stuff means something. You ever go over someone's house? I would realize – And the bathroom's too close to where, where everyone's hanging out? No. I would realize as clean as I was that when I went over other people's houses, their towels smelled better. They're clo- now I'm very particular the way I do laundry. I like it a certain way. But in the, be- in the old days, I would just, you know, I didn't care. could be anything. But I do throw a lot of towels out, too, like rags, because I take hotel washcloths. Oh, thank God for that. So then if I clean something and I just don't want to deal with it, I just, ah, they're disposable wash rags. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. I think that's the best thing my mother has ever got out, gotten out of my comedy career is that I she her house stacked with white towels all sizes sheets all sizes she used to love it now yeah. she's like all right it's enough enough karma <laughs> karma I learned it from you <laughs> um, all right listen we got to. <laughs> Someone's calling in the show. Oh my god! Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? I'm calling from Rompopil Rotisserie Chicken. I called you last week. <sighs> Who did you tell? Yeah, hi. Who did you tell? I, sir, look, I told you last week. I, I, Who I told did you. Tell? You didn't people. tell anybody. No, I, I did. I, I did. You motherfucker. Okay, I, I certainly don't appreciate you swearing at me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You don't appreciate. Of course, you don't appreciate me swearing because you're the one that fucking stole from us. You stole. I don't know Who if I put did it you that. fucking tell about a rotisserie chicken? I was, how good just, it was. just the other day, I was at the store and I was I was told the ah, cashier. Don't fuck yourself. You I think her name is Samantha. She works at Kroger's. Do you, not night, mostly nights. I assume. Oh, I don't you know, know what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna hang up the phone right now. Go over there. I'll call you back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. That's the guy after he hangs up the phone and he tells us, you know, he's working with other people there on Cuba. Same thing. These fucking people. And we'll get Kroger. Nah, I'll call people tomorrow. All right, shut that off. That bit's over. Um, <laughs> Did I ever tell you that was my very first job when I moved to America? I was in high school, and I worked as a cashier at Kroger's, and I was so bad that if you came up to me with fruit that didn't have a label on it, you know, the sticker with the code? You would just give it to him? That was free. Free fruit, buddy. Mm, free shit. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you see me at the supermarket peeling labels off the fruit tomorrow, you'll know that I'm trying to get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. I do know what that means, but it sounded like I was trying to get lucky with the fruit. Um, can you put Echo in me and Daniel's voice? Oh, oh, my God. Shut the music off. I can sing. Oh, we finally found a genre. Play from music. the beginning. Play from the beginning. Oh, oh my God. I think I just beat a little bit. Play from the beginning. A lot of reverb. Can do 
Can we make a music video over this? But yet, but hold on, start it over. Well, let's. Oh, you're right. We'll close the show to the silly dance to that song. Oh my God, you're requesting my music. This is fucking crazy for me. Todd, this might be a breakthrough. People love it. What's that called? I think, I think that's called scat. We'll right. close the show. Whatever it's called, I love it. All right, listen. <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to go in for the close, but I'm going to have to make some choices right now. We were going to sing, by the way, Glad Miller plays. Oh, we're going to do a quick version of this now. I can't believe that as young as Chris is, by the way, Chris is 19 years old, but when we go to comedy... 20 years old, God damn it! Oh, he's 21, actually. 21. When we go to comedy yeah, club. no shit, I was just going to say. I know, we're at a comedy club. They go, how old did you say uh, Chris was again? 19? I go, yeah, 19. They go, he's really chugging those beers down over there. I go, he's 21. He turned 21 as he was cracking that beer open. It's 19 dog years. That's true. Yeah. Play the original All in the Family theme. From Television City in Hollywood. Ugh. Boy, the way Glenn Miller plays. Not yet. Songs that made the hit parade. You know the song? All in the Family? I've never, I've never seen. And Edith comes in. Okay, listen. So today, I can't pull, shut that off. And then I can't believe that he knew. He, I, go, I go, how do you know that show? And he starts doing it. So I'm like, how the f- you're, you're, you're 20 years old. So it was like, I'll try to do Archie Bunker. Maybe put a little reverb. I don't know if it needs reverb for this, actually. By the way, Glenn Miller plays. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Songs were the days. Hard, hard eat it. And you know what you want Do it away from the mic. Do it one more time. That line. Do it away. A little away from the mic. Good. As, la- as, as Edithy as you can get it. And you know how you want it. <laughs> girls were girls and men were men. And you knew what she How are you aware of. Well, I. You could be aware of something, but like, how are you a fan of All in the Family? Like, who introduced you to this? And by the way, my, you're saying that like it's good that he is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, actually, uh, my dad did. Like, when I was probably like six years old, I started watching it. He just had all of it like on. He used to have it on. But even when you were VHS. six, that was already an old show that has been yeah. off the air for a long. What year were you born? Uh, 1992. Jesus. Want to hear a funny? Want to hear a William Shatner song? Here's what we're gonna do. God, the time just clicks away. We're gonna do a William Shatner song. Then we're gonna do the thing where we put the headphones on Daniel, and then Andrew, and let them sing a song, and only they will hear the music. Mm-hmm. I, I, this, I, when I thought of this, it's almost like when you think of a bit, you think someone's had to do this before on a radio show, mm-hmm. but I've never heard it genuinely. So I think it'll be fun. So we're gonna put the headphones on. They'll be singing along with the song. They'll hear it. 
So it'd almost be like when you're in the car and you think you sound good, what would happen if <laughs> no one heard <laughs> the words? <laughs> you know, I love what, this. Okay, so let's, but this is, um, okay, we're all good. I had a lot of fun today. I really did. I hope people enjoyed the show as much as we did. Um, hold on. I want you to be you. This is William Shatner. Hold on, pause it again. William Shatner and um, Ben Folds produced this album for him. It was called uh, Has Been. I think it came out in 2006. And what's this called? The Perfect Woman? Uh, It's called Ideal Woman. Okay, go ahead. I want you to be you. Don't change because you think I might like you to be different. I fell in love with you. I don't want you blonde. I don't want you not to swear, not to sweat. It's you I fell in love with. Your turn of phrase, your sensitivity, your irrational moods. Well, maybe that could go. But everything else, I want you to be here. That's great. I want you to dance whenever you feel it. Up by the bandstand, in the parking lot, up on the table. Well, maybe the table could go. But I want you to be you. I love what you wear, because you're wearing it. That shawl, that clinging dress, the svelte black jacket, those leopard capris. Well, maybe not the capris, but I want you to be you. It boils my blood when people go, he's just talking, it's stupid. It's harder than you think, I know it. You're stupid, it's fucking amazing. Thank you. What I do is hard, too, you know. Yeah, it's true. Here's my next. The last line is one of my favorites. I think. I think. (laughs) I love what you eat. You want yogurt, you got yogurt. Papaya, it's yours. Chewing gum, chew away. I want you to be you. Spit out the gum, it doesn't work. That's right. (laughs) Spit out the gum, it doesn't work. That's why I love that song. I figured it out because it doesn't work. Spit out the gum; it doesn't work. It doesn't stop. Ch- you know what I think? People, some people that chew their gum think it's uh, attracts to their personality. It adds to them being maybe sensual or 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 like a cigarette can make you look sort of cool. It's like, nah, you know what? Maybe once in a blue moon you get someone that can. It's not for you. It's not cool. The way you're putting it in. players just sitting there and just eating a ton of gum. You know what? That doesn't even bother me because they're out there on the field. That's what they do. I don't understand what they get out of it. I don't know where the tradition even started. I should probably look it up. Well, you smoke cigarettes. It's probably something like that. It's just an activity that you got used to. Yeah. Uh, We'll have to go. Preston send us in a, a, well, I shouldn't say Preston send us in. Of course, we get a live feed, the genie most. But we'll have to do that next week. Um, Preston, hi. How are you? Let's see if Preston even listened to the show. Preston? (gasps) People should know that that is the voice of Preston. Hello, hello, hello. Sandra Vanguard. Hello. Um, so, so Preston, if you listen to the show, text me and tweet me or do something because I don't even know if you listen. And you know, you get a lot of love thrown by you this way on the show. So here we go. That was William Shatner. Let's get the headsets on Daniel. Who's got? Uh, and then we're going to go in for the Preston, descent. Plug those. We'll make a plug them into your phone. Do people. Why? Well, play that song. Let me sing. People, people probably want to hear me sing that song, that funny song. 
There you go. By the way, I, okay. I, look. I'm trying to went to go. I, you on. know, I can't hear you. My head. My hold on. Wait one second. Take your headsets out. Is this song for real? Take your headsets out. Then we're going to do that song, and that's how we're going to wrap things up. I'm not bullshitting you. To George Carlin, was this song written so long ago? Because there's so many double entendres. Are they coincidental, or are they not? And this might be immature that I'm playing this song just because. But, but go ahead, play that song. This is real. Hold on, pause it again. want to overset it up. Was this song written when this word meant something completely different? It just happens to have a double entendre. Or was this song recorded to sound old and purposely has a lot of... Is double entendre the right word? I don't know what the word... All right, play it. I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. Seldom plays and never purrs, and I love the thoughts it stirs. But I don't mind because it's hers, my girl's pussy. Often it goes out at night, returns at break of dawn. No matter what the weather's like, it's always nice and warm. It's never dirty, always clean. Hold on, pause it. <laughs> I feel immature, but I'm genuinely... No, there's no, that's that's real. That's I think it's real, to be honest. I think I, the, I'm leaning the other way. The, the recording quality is too... You know how easy that is to yeah, replicate? Yeah, that's so I easy to make oh. I guess you're right. But right. I want to believe it's real. Then I don't want... I would then love I, to believe that's real, because yeah, it's, it's amazing It's more it fun is, that way. It, I know, you'd have to find the uh, history of the word pussy and, well, it did and, and the context of... You know, did you know that the word asshole only became popular or even started to be used after World War II Why? As, as a description of someone, as a, as a person? So, you know, the word asshole has been around for a long time, obviously. But as a, as a description of a person, it What only, did it used to mean? It used to mean Just you, the hole in your ass. Oh, like dis- he meant as a derogatory. Dis- yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. So, so I don't know if the word pussy meant vagina in 1920. All right. Well, no, I thought no. Out. Pussy meant cat in the 1920s. That's the. I know that, but like you're saying, like if if they also had the word pussy no, as no, vagina. No, 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 you're misunderstanding me. I, I think. Let me make sure. I, I what I'm wondering. Back then, was did pussy only mean pussy from That's a what cat? I'm asking. That's what from I'm asking. From a cat. Also. Well, no, no, no. That were definite. That back. Hold on. Like, I, what I, hold what you're on. saying is, did that guy really write a song about a cat? Yes, back then. Like was that? That's just, the question. Just a simple it, it didn't mean both. That. That's not what we're wondering. If it meant both back then, we, I'm gonna guess it didn't back then. At one point, pussy only meant cat. I'm guessing, but I'm wondering was this song written back then, or was it written today? So they now know what it means, and they could act like there were more coincidental uh, double entendres than really would have happened. See, if it was written back then, there could be a few. I get it. But he goes, can you believe we're debating this? And you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. That's what this is. Make that a... We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do so, it live. So, so if it was just a few of them, like, you know, I pet my girlfriend's pussy and I love it. I get it. But my girlfriend's pussy goes out at night, comes it's home. It's warm and it's all, yeah. wet. 
Oh, what did it say? Even when it's wet, it's warm. Oh. No, even when it's cold outside, <laughs> it's Stop warm. It. What if somebody has their friend listen to the... I always feel bad for people that recommend the show to their friends, because I know it's hard. Because you have to listen to the show for probably, let's say, three episodes. But I feel bad. And by the way, I know there's people listening going, oh my God, he's right. You want to recommend it, but then you want to go... I don't want them calling me and going, yeah, I listened to the Todd Glass show. It wasn't as good as you said it was. <laughs> so I understand if you don't tell people about it. I get it. You're like, yeah, this is, now it's our thing, you know? So we don't need to tell any new people about it. We got something special here. But I do want new people to listen. But I get it when you're apprehensive. Because can I tell you something? I'm <laughs> apprehensive to tell people to listen to the show. <laughs> like when I do my show in front of certain crowds. Now, certain when I'm at certain comedy clubs, no, I'm not. But a certain if I'm on stage and I'm doing my show or if I'm doing, oh, it's more when I do radio. Like, it depends what radio station I'm on. And they go, hey, I heard you had a podcast. And I'm knowing the demographics of the radio show I'm on. I'm like, eh, people won't like it. If they're, listen- <laughs> if they're listening to your shit radio show, then they're not going to like this. Now, if I'm doing Preston and Steve or a show like that, then obviously I don't feel that way. Right. I do promote my podcast because I think their listeners, there might be some crossover. But certain radio stations, I'm like, eh, I don't think they're going to like it. So tell your friends if they listen to the show, they got to listen to three episodes. And then if they don't like it, at least they've heard it all over the place. Because, you know, what if they just go to this episode and, and the minute they, you know, walk in, they go, you know, they, they flip around and they get to the show and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, let me listen from this point on. What do they do on this show? That's weird. John told me to listen to the show. I'll keep giving it a little more time, I guess. I don't know why he wants me to listen to this. This is his inner thoughts. I don't even like this music. Why would my friend, he's, we're in college. Why would he think I want to fucking listen to this? Hey, it's, like, what do they, they play bad piano music? Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, you know what? No, no I'm not going to fucking listen to that show. I don't understand, but you know what? Today on What the Fuck with Mark Marin. Mark sits down and has an in-depth interview with somebody. <laughs> now, back to the Todd Glass Show. Remember one thing, folks, when you're trying to decide what this show is? Jingles don't lie. Do you know there's actually... Ep- <laughs> no, no. You think it's funny, Daniel? <laughs> Jingles. Hold on, hold on, hold on. FC, the FCC of podcasting, the National Podcasters <laughs> Association of America, and I only know this because Katie told me, you can't make a jingle that lies. You have to back it up. And that's the truth. I swear to God. Thank God we have a safe word. Ten years in jail. For that. Yes. Ten years in jail. Because if you make a jingle, you can't go, hey, we're the station. that No. So this says everything. This says everything. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. And look it up. That's real. Yeah. I swear to God that is real. So what we're going to do is we're going to go for the close now. We're going to let Daniel. And then, Andrew, are you ready? Yeah. You have, you have the, the song ready. It's available. It's Okay, and then we'll probably wrap it up just because we're getting a lot of tweets as I speak that people want to hear me end the show, which is crazy. That's amazing. They want to hear me end the show with my new song, the, 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 my new scatting. What did you okay, want to show me, Chris? Well, that's, that's what I was gonna... The new funky song? To end the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do a dance to that, and we'll videotape it with Mikey LaRue. And Mikey LaRue, oh, by the way, Mikey, thank you for that camping uh, video you put together um, it really let a lot of listeners uh, walk through the evening with us and get a feel for it so Mikey LaRue follow him on Twitter not fake people at Mikey LaRue at oh. Mikey LaRue and thank you and no, Sensitive no. thank you Katie thank you Irk Todd this is the only time I'm ever going to do this but no one can spell Mikey's last name so it's 
L H E U R E U X. You know who that is? Guess who's sitting next to me? Who? A good friend of Mikey LaRue. He never interrupts in one year. That's why I don't care at all. I almost feel like, you know, bad that you felt that. He wants to help a friend out. Well, at Chris Burden's, that's mine. <laughs> Do people know how to spell your last name? B-U-R-D-E-N and then put an S after it. It gets real close to that mic. And Katie, okay, so, Katie has a show. Okay, ready? Okay, so put your headsets on. I'm ready to rock. And should we put reverb in? Yeah, I'll give you a little reverb. No, I'll no, just, no, no reverb. No Let, reverb. Let's keep it natural. That's what your no, no. that's what your girlfriend said or somebody <laughs> no, said it. No, no, it's a oh, pussy somebody joke. Somebody said it. I people like. Know. I love pe- how you like try to make it real. Like I don't know. Someone said yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might not have been your girlfriend. Someone, case, I remember someone t- telling me that case, they like to keep it natural case, or whatever. In case you're doing any fact checking, <laughs> yeah. your girlfriend. Wait, he might have his girl old girlfriend on speed dial. Somebody. I don't know who it was. I was in <laughs> Florida and I don't remember where. Okay, just a um, person after a show. I remember they came up to me because. Because they came up to me after the show and they said, and I remember it specifically. I, I would do that a bit longer, but I didn't. I get okay. lost. Uh, should I tell people what it is? No, they'll figure okay. it out. All right, ready? Okay. <laughs> Guys, if this is. Okay, here we go. <laughs> really give it your all. Oh, he can't hear us now. Maybe give him a little reverb. No. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you when, like, if I tell you to okay. give him a little. Okay. There must be a long The day we sweated out in the streets of a runaway American dream. At night we ride through mansions of glory and suicide machines. Sprung from cages on Highway 9. And wheel of fuel injected and stepping out over the line. Oh, baby, this town rips the bones from your back. It's a DF trap. It's a suicide rep. We gotta get out while we're young. Traps like us. Baby, we were born to run! (laughs) 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 Yes, girl, we were. Should we let him go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. He doesn't have his headset. Would you let me in? I wanna be your friend. I wanna guard your dreams and visions. Just wrap your legs round these velvet rims and strap your hands across my engines. Together we will run this trap. We'll run till we drop. And baby, we'll never go back. Oh, you look through the out of this wire. Give him a nice round of applause. He committed. But I gotta find out how it feels. I wanna know. Play the song he doesn't know we're playing. Go ahead, let him keep going. Go ahead. Good. No, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Good. No, yeah, keep doing it. No, are you do your Neil? Do your. He does not know we're playing. I swear to George Carlin that we're playing different music. The big man's blowing the horn right now. Okay, we'll wait. He has no idea that we're playing a completely different song because he's wearing his iPod headsets. Okay, go ahead. Beyond the palace, sand-powered drones scream down the boulevard. The girls comb their hair in the rearview mirror, and the boys try to look so hard. The amusement park rises bald and stark. Kids are hard huddled on the beach in the mist. I want to die with the on the streets tonight, and they'll never lasting a kiss. 
Hold on, Daniel. Daniel, take off your headsets. Take off your headsets. Now put on your show headsets. Here's what we were playing while you were singing that. At the end, only at the end. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Fade that out. Fade that out. Okay, now bring uh, bring Andrew over here. Andrew, come on over here. Andrew oh my God. Daniel, God bless you for giving it your all. Because oh, yeah. I didn't think you'd want to bear. I didn't think you'd want to show that silliness side of you. Of course. All right, what are we doing here? Everybody, it's stay still. Dance, right? Oh no, no, we're gonna let him sing one song. Is okay. that okay? Or do you want to do the? Sil- do you want to do it? That was, by the way, Bob Dylan's "Like a Rolling Stone." In case well, I, I hope they figured it out. <laughs> Otherwise, serious help is oh. needed. I knew it. Oh, that was no, that, who that was that? Bruce Springsteen's "Born to Run." Oh, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Jesus, that didn't look good on my end. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Um, okay, go ahead. What song are you doing? Do you want to uh, tell people or not? Let, let's uh, let them figure it out. Okay, here we go. We can't even hear it in the studio, by the way. Don't don't, don't do piano. that. Don't do Me a yeah. second, I. I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My girl is in love with me just across the bar. My seat's been <laughs> by some sunglasses asking about a scar. And I think I gave it to you months ago. I never trying to forget. <laughs> but between the drinks and subtle things are holes in my apologies. I'm trying hard to take it back If by the time the bar closes And you feel like falling down I'll carry you home Tonight We are young So let's set the world on fire We can burn bright Fade it up, fade it up, fade it up. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Andrew. Put your put your headphones on so you can hear us. I knew, At by the way, that Andrew you Furtado. Andrew Furtado, you didn't, even though Twitter. we just did that to Daniel, I knew it while we were doing it, or I wouldn't have done it. You didn't know we did it to you too at the end. No, did you? I didn't. I knew you didn't. I knew it. I thought I wouldn't have done it. I thought ah, he's going to be aware of it. But I could tell you were so into that song. And Chris nudged me. He goes, should I do it again? Oh my god, <laughs> that was very funny. This was a fun show, by the way. Hey, you know what? I like doing the shows with just the gang. It was so... Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean. It's like, it's not one or the other. Guests are fun because you get new energy in here. But once in a while, it's fun to do this. I felt very relaxed today. It was a... Okay, I have a serious question for you. No, no, we're going... No, just quick. It's a quick one. It's about what just happened. You fucked that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Todd. Was I in any way, shape, or form... That's close a... to what would you call singing? Okay, let me no, say. Th- Katie's look, <laughs> look just told me no. I don't think it was. I think there were moments. I've heard, I, I've heard worse. <laughs> I've, no, no. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, by the way, <laughs> keep in mind who's telling you that there are moments. This is a guy that hasn't stopped singing uh, since the start of this show and has no right to be singing. Like, if I said I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to sing, people go, Todd, you can't fucking do it. But, you know, it doesn't stop fun. me. Hey, if I can't sing here. Then where should I sing? I can't do it at karaoke. People will stop me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was right. great. Oh, God, Andrew. That so why don't we close? We'll do a silly dance. Does uh, Does Eric have a song or no? No, no, no. We, okay. we'll, we'll get it. Irk. You slip at you. Irk. We got to make this a bit. Yeah, so, that was too much fun. Oh, my, I had fun doing it. My neck hurts from that. From that. Oh, my God. What's that? It's starting to thunder outside. No, no. We don't thunder music I mean, ready. No, that was my mouth. Oh, I thought you were doing fake thunder. <laughs> What are you, Michael Winslow? <laughs> what was the thing? Okay, we're done. We're done. Okay. So here's what we'll do. We'll end with a silly dance. I will. Now, only if you guys want, if you want me to do that song again. But only if you want. Do not feel weird about no, saying no. no, no here's I the, really wanted to do I mean, only no, if you don't. If you want me to do it, I'll do it. No, I definitely don't. No, I really don't want you to do it. I don't want to do it if you don't want me to do it. sounds like a waste of time. Hold on. Everybody, let's go around the room and find out if you want me to do it. Because I can't hear you. You're all muttering. Do you want me to do it? No. Definitely not? Definitely not. All right, what about you? 100%. Never been more positive of anything in my life. I don't want you but to do can I, and I And I'm not trying to sway everyone because this is the last thing. I, don't mind, I do not mind ending the show with that. That was certainly funny. But remember how you thought when I told you to get your car, you didn't want it, and then you got it and you were happy with it? Are you sure it might not be like that? No. No, no, it's nothing like that. It's not a okay, Eric, you're not near the thing. Nice and loud. I think Eric wants me to do it if I if I can read his face. Yeah, no, you're wrong. I don't want you to do it at all. At That's ain't face. But you wanted to move to Magic Mountain. In all no. fairness, and well, I told that you that was fun. Uh, 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 sensitive? Yeah. Do you want me to do it? No. Absolutely not. It's not no. Why don't we take a break and let you think about it cuz you look like and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You look like you're not sure. I'm pretty positive. Mikey? No. Katie? No. No. I'll, t- I'll stop the recording. I'll stop the recording if you do it. Start cursing. Get really mad. Like, the listeners never hear you that way. Fuck you go. no. You- if you fucking do this, I will fucking walk out of here so quick. I'm so sick of your shit singing. Are you doing a bit or are you No, serious? I fucking hate your Kate- singing. It sounds like at shit. Katie oh my God. Can you get angrier? Can you get like... How angry really? can Katie? How, how angry can you get? How angry can you get? Katie, are you sure you don't want me to do it? I'm pretty fucking sure. I will seriously stop this recording. I will delete the entire show. No one will ever hear this. All right. Uh, listen, I, I might feel like Katie angry is, she's the quiet angry. She's the, you, you don't yell. Do you yell? No, I, I'll kill you in your sleep. That's <laughs> 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 the Todd Glass show. Okay, listen. So I'm, 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 I hope I'm not crazy. To swear to God, I think if, if my pulse is completely uh-huh. off, if my pulse is completely You're off. You're a very I'm self-aware st- person. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. And that's why I think I'm going to shock you all because I'm not fucking that delusional. I yeah. swear to God. I think there's a sense of 50-50, so if you don't mind. <laughs> what? I think there's some people. I could tell it. So we'll do it. Let's get the silly dance. When we silly dance this time, take everybody get their headsets off because mm-hmm. I'm singing, so I don't need to. And I, let's make it really easy for him to shoot. Everybody come behind me. Mm-hmm. We have all that great artwork. He sent us more artwork, which I love, and I'm so glad we didn't go one more week without acknowledging the gentleman who also sent us a You Make My Pants Want to Get Up and Dance uh, uh, thing. I think there's a sense of, uh, after listening to everybody, and I'm a pretty self-aware person, I think there's definitely a sense of uh, 50-50. So uh, I'm going to definitely sing to end the show today. We'll do the Silly Dance song with my new song. Put a lot of reverb in my mic. Thank you, everybody. You're you're great. And uh, and goodbye. And this will be up on, we'll put this up. And then we got that serious show with Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, am I going to clear a lot of shit off of my head when we do that show? Here we go. Lost can't do my thing, and that's why I say. <laughs>
Guess what? This is what you've been listening to. Uh... The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. interview with somebody now leaving nerdist.com this episode is brought to you in part by purina purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them from helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever. Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina.